Imagine a place of your own in your name, a place where all your stuff is, where there's a dinner table and a family around it. Virginia Housing makes it possible for thousands across the Commonwealth with our special homeownership programs, including loans, grants, and free classes. Because when we help people buy homes, their communities thrive. Click to learn more about Virginia Housing and see how home helps everyone. We got a crazy report coming out of Florida. Apparently, a media consultant and and a Democrat have been raided by the FBI in connection with leaked uh, videos from Tucker Carlson. Apparently, it went to Vice News and Media Matters. So uh, we'll we'll, we'll break this story down and and, and see what we got going on here. But uh, I just think it's surprising that the, the, the FBI went after a Democrat. I just couldn't believe it. So maybe this was more embarrassing to them or something. I don't know. But we do we do got a bunch of other news. Okay, Bud Light has uh, teamed up with Harley Davidson. I know it's bad news. Or I'm sorry, Bud Weiser did. And then Bud Light is sponsoring a Pride event. So they're just doubling down. And uh, yeah, it's Friday night, man. We're chilling. We got some leaked audio from a DeSantis fundraiser. I think it's worth, was it, was, a, was it a fundraiser or something like that? I don't know. We'll talk about that. It's really interesting. They basically say that once they get into the middle of campaign season, DeSantis is going to go full moderate. And uh, safe, legal, and rare on abortion, which I found very, very interesting. So before we get started, my friends, head over to castbrew.com and become a cast a member of the Cast Brew Coffee Club. If you want to purchase, you get to, uh, several bags of coffee every every month, or you can just buy our coffee directly. We've got some really, uh, really great new products coming out. We're going to be launching a special Seamus coffee blend, which uh, the proceeds will go to Seamus. A portion. Well, we're doing a deal with him, and we're really excited for that. It's going to be really funny. And uh, this is our coffee company. We're sponsoring ourselves. If you want to support our work, go to Casper.com. Buy the coffee from us. If you got an office, buy the coffee for your office. K-Cups are coming very, very soon. And we're going to be rolling out limited edition uh, art and bags and things like that. So I'm really excited for that. Also, go to TimCast.com. Click join us. Become a member. Support our work directly. If you really want to help us out, you can also shout out the show. Smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and a whole lot more is ALX. Thanks for having me back. Who are you? What do you do? Um, I am a Twitter personality, I guess you could say, but I also am Benny Johnson's executive producer for his podcast, um, and I just live online, so that's that's about all I do. Right on. Well, thanks for joining us. It should be fun. We got Taylor Silverman hanging out. What's up, guys? I'm Taylor Silverman. I work here at Tim Cast on the show Cast Castle. And I also do a bit of traveling around and talking about males invading women's sports because this is something I experienced in women's skateboarding. And I don't want other girls to have to go through it. And they are. A lot. A lot of stories that people don't know about. There's a few that everyone knows and countless ones in so many different sports that you wouldn't even expect. But um, I'm trying to raise awareness about that and use my voice so we can bring back fairness and equal opportunity and safety. Cool. Right on. Hello, everyone. I am uh, Phil Labonte from the heavy metal band All That Remains. I am an anti-communist and a counter-revolutionary. And we are here with... It's Kellen. Uh, back this Friday. Fridays are the best days. Good to see you again, Alex. Um, yeah, let's get rolling. All right. We got the story from the Western Journal. Democrat lawmakers house raided by FBI in connection to Tucker Carlson leaks. It's crazy. The FBI search a Florida Democrat elected official's home is connected to leaked materials from Fox News. They say the federal agency conducted a raid in search of a Tampa home this month, the Tampa, Ta- Tampa Bay Times reported. The home is that of Tampa ba- uh, Tampa City Council member Lynn Hurtock and her husband, media consultant Tim Burke. Carlson has been targeted in a series of selective leaks following his firing from Fox News last month. 
with leftist organization Media Matters publishing off-air content in which he made off-color remarks. We have this from uh, Daily Mail elaborating to say FBI probes hack of Fox News computers, which saw uh, saw unaired footage from Tucker Carlson's interview with Kanye West leaked to Vice. Florida media consultant's home is searched as part of the investigation. So they say in a May 25th letter obtained by Daily Mail, a federal prosecutor in Tampa, Florida, alerted Fox News to the criminal probe into stolen material, including unaired video of Tucker Carlson, who was fired in April. Actually, I don't think Tucker was fired yet. I don't know. He, he wasn't fired, right? They just turned his show off. Yeah. I, He's I still think, actually an employee. Yeah. And that's yeah. how they're keeping him kind of, you know, from doing other official shows is exactly. by keeping him on contract. So here's the crazy thing about this story. The FBI raided a Democrat. Why would they do that? I mean, I, I don't I question the motives of the Democrat leaking this because all of these leaks made him look better and more relatable. No, not these leaks. Uh, a lot of people. Oh, was the so, so Kanye well, ones? Right. So there's two things to say. The, the leaks where Tucker's saying things, you know, while they were uh, prepping the show or whatever. Some of them we laugh at and like that's silly and, and makes no doesn't mean anything. Some of them, it will just be negative press. The Democrats are going to rally around. But the Kanye West leaks showed that they did edit out certain comments that oh, perhaps yeah, they yeah. thought would be offensive. So either way, I don't know. The it Media just, Matters ones were all hilarious. Yeah. But, and I yeah. think one of them was fake. <laughs> I think the one where <laughs> he said, F you, Media Matters, looks like a deep fake. Huh. Unfortunately, yeah. but. I don't now, know. I mean, nowadays, I you never know. Yeah. Like, the deep fakes are getting too good. We're not going to know anything. <laughs> We're just going. We're just going blind into the future, and yeah, I mean, in the next year, the upcoming year is going to be very strenuous on people. I think because people aren't going to know what to believe. It's going to obviously, you know, when you hear Joe Biden and Donald Trump, you know, smack talking each other over video games, you know that's yeah. you know made up. But if it's a legitimate, you know, speech that is you know, similar to something that any of the candidates would say, I can't imagine this time next year that the technology won't beat every single human being. There might be AI that can pick them out, but I feel I like know about that. most yeah. human beings are going to be like, I couldn't tell the difference. That's only a year. And that's in a, in a year because think about what AI was like a year yes. ago. Was there even, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't even think that, that we had like, a lot of AI stuff that was getting out when it comes to like the images and, and chat. The problem stuff. is it's training itself. So the right. more, the more it progresses, the more real it's going to get. And the, the issue is going to be the audio leaks. Obviously like the video ones are kind of easy to tell, but like say if there's leaked audio and they claim it's leaked audio from like a fundraising event, like, you know, the DeSantis thing, uh, someone could claim that it was leaked audio. And then, you know, a year from now, you might not know if it's actually real. Yeah. So uh, this was last year. I used, I think it was, um, I don't even remember the name of the AI. I made AI generated images of Trump, Biden, and Pelosi, and they were grotesque looking and very fake. And I uh, posted them to Twitter. So they're on my Twitter somewhere. Today, when you go to MidJourney and, and type in Trump, you get, the, it's, it's real. It's, it's, there's no way to tell it's not, it's crazy. I mean, they, they've tried, they're probably, uh, as you are mentioning, some, some software probably could drag it down, but. I want, to, I want to read this, though, in the story. This is interesting. They mentioned that this guy, Burke, who is, who is being raided, that he's worked for Deadspin and the Daily Beast. And then there's something interesting I see in the story. They say, in a legal letter published to Media Matters earlier this month, Fox, Fox asked the group not to publish, the, to stop publishing this footage. 
The letter doesn't address how they got it, but it says the network did not consent to its distribution or publication, according to a copy of the letter obtained by Daily Mail. Uh, this is copyright infringement. That's the that's the weirdest thing about this. They're publishing these leaked videos of Tucker Carlson, but I'm just like, uh, if we record something in the studio, it's our copyrighted material for us to distribute and sell. If someone steals that and then starts distributing it, they are stealing. That's piracy. How yeah. is how is Fox not going after him and said, hey, they stole this from this is this is our stuff. And you know what? I, I, oh, we were going to put out the best of Tucker Carlson bloopers. It's a blooper, <laughs> and they stole it from us. I mean, come on, that's got to be a that, that's a, that's that's multi million dollar lawsuit stuff. Well, the FBI can't deny that that's a crime. Well, so, I mean, they're raiding this guy. Yeah, know. they're probably left with no option. I don't. I, don't, I mean, actually, yeah, they they went after people during the Napster days, and people got uh, they they criminally charge anybody over that. Uh, I don't recall, to be honest with you. I know that people got sued very heavily, but I'm wondering how how does this not reach that level? All right, I mean, look, the FBI is in, 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 has raided them, so it sounds like somebody was hacking something. Either yeah. a hacking or maybe somebody who was inside the company was distributing it That's somehow. what I was going to say, is if it was a, a hack where they gave yeah. them access type of mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. I don't see anything about Napster criminal just no criminal, criminal charges. charges no nothing but there were criminal up. charges around a lot of piracy stuff wasn't there like a few a, a few stories i don't know i think i mean there's kim.com yeah <laughs> that was more than just a guy shared a file this is a guy running a website for file storage and they're like yeah hey, we'll just go after him and raid his house yeah the fbi just did, decided they didn't like him i mean it was the fbi it was the uh was the riaa or something mpaa those uh hollywood oh went after okay him. Right. Yeah, and then and then New Zealand special forces like storm his house. <laughs> it's the funniest thing because whenever whenever this stuff happens, like with Roger Stone, it's like, dude, you can knock on the door. Like, what do you what oh, do you yeah. think's going on with these guys? Yeah. yeah, you can definitely knock on the door, but it it that depends. That's the discretion of the of the you know the particular law enforcement agency on the ground. Usually, they'll decide if the person is if they consider the person dangerous or not, and then that decision is probably going to be colored. Well, actually. Not probably. That decision is definitely going to be colored by politics nowadays. Yeah, I think so. it was Tim. Doc, uh, was it Kim. dot com? Kim. Who com. like yeah. yeah, they he actually like sued them and won oh, like yeah. money back from the government because they they had like helicopters and everything and it was just way overkill. Yeah, uh, and it's just like you can just there's nowhere to go. He's got this <laughs> yeah. compound in New Zealand. You just drive up and there's like one road. Yeah, and then you just walk in. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. I'm surprised they're actually going after a Democrat on this one though. I I. I I don't even think the story is that big. Like of all the things they could go after, they go after this. Yeah, I mean, it, this weird. could be. A, I'm I'm such a conspiracy theorist now that I'm just like, well, it could be a cover for something else. They're like, well, pick him up for something. You know, just get him off the street. They could be <laughs> mad at him about whatever about something. I you know, I have I have so little faith in in the validity of anything the the government says nowadays. Yeah, which is annoying, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm reading these, and it's just like, yeah, obviously the you know the Kanye ones are bad, but you know, again, I question why they would they would you know leak the funny ones. And then what's the motivation for the FBI to bother with something like this? Well, there's always they could have got a tip, and they had to follow up on it. Um, they arrested. That's right? not true. They don't follow up on tips. <laughs> That's. But, uh, Come on. Yeah, yeah. You're Alina, right. I, I, if you're like a pro-lifer and you high, waved a sign. If it was high the, level, though, like if it was for Fox News and, you know, they could publish a story about it. You know, I've had, uh, what, 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 what have we been, uh, swatted 15 times last year? Yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't <laughs> rightly care at all about 
any of this. And the feds are supposed to be involved with like swatting stuff, right? Well, it was it was cross state lines. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, involved, yeah. yep. Yeah. yeah. We had multiple departments. We had like four law enforcement agencies. I think the postal, the, the postal investigative service or whatever was involved because people were mailing stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they don't do anything. So it's bizarre. Yeah. Yep. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items, like your transmission engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. It's been a while since the last one, though, like knock on wood. <laughs> the last oh, one. Gosh. I wonder why it stopped. <laughs> I I uh I feel like that is uh, tempting fate, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like uh, I wouldn't. Say well, that. <laughs> like we've had it, we, we have security, yeah. and like we work with local law enforcement, so it's just yeah. At this point, they've got to know what to expect when they come here, since it's happened so many times. Well, yeah. they don't come here anymore. Like. They they don't they don't come here like it's a raid, mm-hmm. you know. It's usually liaising with security and then sweeps and things like that. But like the first time they came, they they were like, "We're coming in the house and you can't stop us," even though we told them not to do it, and that was really annoying. And then they they made up some lie about exigent circumstances or something like that, which is just not true. Yeah the the only thing that I can see, the only th- you know the only thing I see in this Tucker Carlson story or the uh, the raid story is is they're just trying to get more information i guess trying to pick up stuff i don't think they even they didn't arrest him right and they just raided his house for for information. i mean we don't rightly know exactly i don't know i guess that's it that's the story okay well that's so bizarre it. right well let's talk about bud bud budweiser from the daily mail budweiser teams up with harley davidson for very manly new advert as owner of Anheuser-Busch tries to recover from Bud Light backlash over marketing campaign with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney, let's uh, let's show you how manly manly you are. Let's play the let's play the video. You guys ready? Yeah. The greatest legacies are built with grit and resilience, one detail at a time. Limited edition Budweiser Harley Davidson cans. For those who give everything to their craft. This what's for you. Why why though? <laughs> why? I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling manlier Dude, already. Limited edition? <laughs> I'm sold. It's almost like parody, like the way they're doing it, like with yeah. the voice and everything. I'm like, oh my gosh, who's who's honestly gonna buy this? Like, In an effort to please everyone, they've made everyone hate them. But uh, do you want to buy the can and then put the can on the wall or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre. And it's it's funny too, because it's like I wasn't really one for boycotts. And I was kind of like a like a Budweiser guy when I drank beer. 
and this is like the first boycott I've like kind of taken part of and like it's been successful um, and, and it really makes sense why it's successful is because you know those are the types of people that are you know drinking beer or whatever and you know when you see these other companies like Nike or whatever they can afford to lose you know people who pay attention to politics half the country you know doesn't really care and they're going to say I like you know, LeBron James or whatever, I'm going to buy his shoes. But, but like Bud Light or Budweiser, it's gotten like a lot of people's attention. I saw like Clay Travis had like the cooler challenge type thing where he had a mixture of beer. And then uh, at the end of the night, he opens it and it's like full of Bud Light because it was like, those are the only beers that people didn't take. So it's just become. So like he this, bought Bud Light. He, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I guess. I, I don't know the whole story of where the well, sourcing came from. Though. Yeah, you know, he could have gotten it for free giving from it Memorial away. Day. Was he doing it like as a social experiment to see if people take it? I don't know if it, it started off that way, or but he, just realized he, po- he posted on Twitter just like the cooler. Uh, I don't know if it was like a cookout or whatever mm-hmm. he was at, but but yeah, it was like the cooler before and then after, and it was like only Bud Light left. This is, this is a desperate attempt because Memorial Day is here. Yeah. And so it's also been like a very slow day also, people can probably tell, because everybody's getting ready to just take off and go on their Memorial Day three-day holiday or whatever weekend. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I kind of could sense something like this was going to come because Memorial Day was is the danger zone for Bud Light. People are going to be grilling. People are going to be hanging out. They're going to go to the lake. And this is when they're like, we need to move product. Yeah. You can- and this was the best they could do. So I got bad news for you guys, though. This doesn't make Budweiser manlier. It makes Harley Davidson gayer. And that's fine. Like, look, man, like if you are a man who likes to in, have adult relations with other men and ride motorcycles. No, I mean, the serious. Like, I, I got no beef. Like, that's that's totally fine by me. I live your life, you know, be happy. But but Budweiser's brand. I can't believe Harley Davidson was like, let's get in on that. Because people are making meme videos. There's a video I saw where a dude goes to the store and he's like buying beer. And then this other guy grabs a thing of Bud Light and he goes, you're buying Bud Light? And the guy goes, well, look, man, I don't care about the politics. I've always drank Bud Light. He's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Then he grabs a case, looks over, and the guy bends down to tie his shoe. And then his pants reveals he's wearing a thong. (laughs) And the guy's like, okay. And he puts the Bud Light back and then grabs something else. So good. So it's like, but but my point with mentioning that is that people are, 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 Bud Light is a meme now. It it is, it is like, you cannot save the brand. All you can do is taint anything else. Yeah, I think, I think you're totally right. And I also think that there's, there is the, the sense from the average person that if they buy Bud Light, they're engaging in politics. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like they had, most people that want to, you know, just go to the bar and have a beer with their friends or go shoot pool or go to the game, whatever. They're actually trying to avoid politics. And if they buy Bud Light, they're going to feel like they're engaging in it. And that's something that is is not easy to get rid of. And it's definitely something that Bud Light doesn't, or that you know Bud doesn't want. And this, the Harley Davidson thing, it's not going to move the needle because people are still going to feel like if I buy Bud and support, I'm engaging in politics. Yep. If I don't buy it, I'm not engaging because there's a bunch of other beers. Yep. But if Dude, I buy Bud, then I'm saying I support this. There's nothing they can do no. to salvage the brand. Like there's no ad campaign where we're going to be like, oh, now it's okay. It's literally just them coming out and apologizing, but they definitely will not do that. They're going to do something like this. 
And Harley Davidson, I mean, I, I got, I got to ask: is, 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 is it big? Is Harley big? Are they, are they? I don't, I don't understand what the point of this is. With bikers, yeah, still, I think so. I mean, if you're inter- if you're into motorcycles, especially like the cruiser style, I think that Harley's probably still the name that people are kind of. Well, here's what into. you do: when you see a dude in a Harley, you go, "Woo, pride, yeah!" <laughs> and then you walk up to the guys on the bikes and you feel like. I'm so happy that you guys oh can be together. Do you think this is going to taint South Harley Park's already Davidson between too? between this right. and South Park? South Park did that episode. <laughs> Everybody, you know, everyone remembers wow. that South Park episode. Why South would Park is the new Simpsons. Close to it, but that's well, I mean they're both pretty old and between South the two of them. Well, yeah, but I just meant like predict, prediction wise. Oh yeah, and then, then South Park even had that episode Simpsons did it. But I talk about that. I'm just, I'm just, I did the people at marketing people at Harley Davidson. Are they unaware? Think at all? Like Target <laughs> stock is 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 free falling, and you know, I wonder if they did this deal in advance. Well, yeah. the, tar- the Target they had to print the cans. I was gonna say it takes time to print, you but it's know, been cans. it's been two months. Yeah. Like that, the that Dylan thing was April 1st. a year ago that yeah. we're going to do it this holiday weekend. Could you imagine like Harley Davidson executives calling up Budweiser and be like, no, 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 we're done. We don't want to do this. And they're like, no, you can't get it. No, you're, you're here now. We got, we got you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Has I, there I, been an update on the, the VP or the marketing exec that was uh, they're both still, on there's leave? Two. There's two that they put on leave. Has no updates though? No, I don't know. Hmm. Just... Bud Light's uh, Budweiser's down a bit, not as bad as Bud Light, but a bunch of the brands are down. the The reason I think that the uh, the reason this this boycott worked is, and this is great because this is the watershed moment. This is like this is the ignition point. Is that it's it's perishable, so that means yes. it has to move from shelves quickly. Otherwise, it gets trashed. That if you get three days of people not buying something. Then immediately they're going to be like sales report. It's down. People are throwing away cans. Then it's going to hit the news cycle again. And it's going to stay in the news cycle with Target. It's more difficult Yeah. with Disney. It's more difficult because people could boycott it for three days and then come right back. You might not even yeah, notice not or perishable. they could totally boycott it. And you're not going to get any news for, for three months until the next quarter exactly. when they do reports and stuff like uh, sales, sales reports or subscriber reports. Target might not feel it right away. Well, Target's got perishable goods too. They sell groceries. Yeah, but if if eighty percent of people keep shopping at Target, they're going to move that product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, what what happened is Bud Light's perishable, and people noticed right away nobody was buying it. Stores started to panic, and then it hits the news again. Wow, these stores aren't selling Bud Light. Once it gets back in the news, more people start asking why. That causes the news to ripple, and and the cult and, and the meme to ripple. Then the stock tanks. Now we've created the Bud Light effect, which is probably the most powerful tool. When Target faces a boycott, it doesn't matter if it sales. What matters is shareholders get scared that they're going to go the same route as Bud Light. And if Bud Light tanked, after everyone said, no, Bud Light's great, Anheuser-Busch is going to do great. If it's still tanked, then you're sitting on Target stock. You're going to be like, "Mm, I better better not not have this. I'm not giving you any advice. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying. I'm sure a lot of people were like, whether whether you know or not that target stock will go down, why wait? Like there's no positive news, right? Yeah. So if I'm looking at my stock portfolio and I've got, let's just say, let's just do a hypothetical $100. I'm like, the negative news is not going to make the stock go up, is it? It may make the stock go down. I'll sell and hold on to $100. Yeah. Sell the stock, hold the cash, wait to see what happens. 
then that triggers a sell-off. The sell-off creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then, so anyway, back to uh, Harley Davidson. <laughs> I'm wondering if they're going to get, because someone, someone told me this uh, the other day, we were talking about it and we didn't, you know, I don't, I don't know. Is Harley Davidson publicly traded? I do not know. I don't know. Let's see. They are. And they're currently up 0.52%. Hmm. They're up uh, 1.26% in the past five days. I got to be honest, man. I would not be surprised to see Harley Davidson stock take a hit when this news breaks. That being said, the news is breaking on a Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a so holiday weekend too. Memorial Day weekend. Everybody's already gone. Yeah. Like, I don't even know why we're here to be completely honest. We're not going to be here on Monday. But I was like, I guess we have to do something. We can hang out, you know. Um, (laughs) There's, you know, you were talking about the Target stock and stuff. There's, I saw Clint tweeted this earlier uh, from Liberty Lockpod. Um, More than 60 civil civil society groups are now demanding that all businesses cease Twitter ad buys because Musk had the audacity to let Ron DeSantis announce his presidential run on Twitter. Uh, And it's because of, it's because of the ESG DEI stuff. If you've got what are ostensibly capitalist organizations pressuring um, other organizations to stop buying ads because of politics, uh, I imagine that the ESG and DEI stuff that incentivize Target to do the things like having the pride, you know, the pride stuff every year, I feel like that is going to be... I feel like people are going to start taking notice of that, mm-hmm. taking notice of the ESG stuff, because it's it's already something that you hear kind of rumbling. I saw something on CNBC. They were doing a, basically a hit on it and, and discussing the benefits. Um, and I think that that could be something really, really good for the 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 right basically because it's better than boycotting one company. Yeah. It gets people to focus on what is basically social engineering of a of the capitalist system you know and that has been such an effective way to get compliance from corporations and stuff like that and that's i honestly i think the the most important thing to to focus on if you're looking at boycotts or whatever if you want to hit companies in the pocketbook look for companies that are are making uh esg and dei commitments so um i've got i've got an announcement for everybody the message Bud Light has for you is that if you drink their beer, you are gay. <laughs> and I'm not being tongue-in-cheek. Bud Light sponsors Cincinnati Pride Parade after Dylan Mulvaney controversy. The reason why I say it that way is after the controversy already put Bud Light in this position where they were viewed as a beer for the LGBT community, Bud Light decided, you know what, whatever, double down, sponsor a Pride event. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. They're allowed to do whatever they want, you know, whatever that just like they I think they've decided, you know what? Embrace it. Just go right with it. They are officially the beer for the LGBT community. <laughs> and but I, don't, I don't know why you're laughing. I, they're just that, that's the route they're going. I, I respect it. You know why? When they sponsored Dylan Mulvaney and try and hem and haw and play this stupid game of no, no. Oh, wait, no, we didn't mean it. But not actually apologizing, not actually saying anything. I'm just like, dude. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't make a Clydesdale commercial with 9-11 stuff in it and then do this stuff at the same time. So then they lie low for a little bit. Then they sponsor Pride. They're basically coming out and being like, this is the route we've decided to go. We want to be a niche beer for a small community. And I can respect it. I think they're looking at their brand and they're being like, Bud Light's done. 
Let's pass it on to this community who, who likes it and make money with a core base that's substantially smaller than the general market and then focus on something else. I do think it's funny that uh, Budweiser sponsored or was, was sponsored by or partnered with Harley Davidson because they're like, OK, here's the plan. Budweiser is manly and Bud Light is gay. <laughs> I see what they're doing there. Well, yeah. no, it's not a <laughs> joke. I don't know why you're laughing. It's, I, it, it's just literally what they're doing. Look, man, load the bases, right? <laughs> just put, get, yeah, get everybody so. out there. Load do the bases. A, oh, yeah. Uh, this is a picture. For, and then all you got to do is hit a single and you're making money. You know? They talk about how they're doing the 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 uh, camo cans or whatever. I saw that for yeah. veterans. Yeah, but then they go and do this, and it's like I don't I don't think they look, dude. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. They don't care about your values. They're just like I don't know, man. We want to make money. So this is it. This <laughs> this news um this is what because it's coming out today, right? I think so. Yeah. This news is breaking. Yeah. Yeah. On a Friday, so we're after hours. I got I got I got to look, man. I think their stock is going to drop bad. Oh, yeah. If their stock already took a major hit from this and they double down, I can't imagine how their stock recovers. You're talking about Bud Light, right? An Anheuser. Anheuser, yeah. Anheuser yeah. in general. Mm -hmm. but, it, but, but again, it's not even so much as to whether or not this will impact sales. It's that you, hit, you have a major scandal, major scandal, people stop buying, stock drops. Then as the stock is going bad, you engage in the same practice <laughs> that resulted in the boycott in the first place. I have to imagine anybody holding Anheuser stock at this point is going, oh, man, I tried to hold that I'm, and just sells. I wouldn't be surprised if their stock drops by like tw like 15 points in the next few days. And then the Memorial Day rebate, too. It's even worse when they're basically giving away free beer because it's more expensive to, you know, to send it back away. and throw it away. The rebate's hilarious. Yeah, it is free the most beer. comical thing ever because people were joking about it. They're like, we can't give it away for free at this point. And then two weeks later, it was an actual campaign. Mm -hmm. So... It's beyond comical. Imagine a place of your own in your name, a place where all your stuff is, where there's a dinner table and a family around it. Virginia housing makes it possible for thousands across the Commonwealth with our special homeownership programs, including loans, grants, and free classes. Because when we help people buy homes, their communities thrive. Click to learn more about Virginia housing and see how home helps everyone. It's pretty funny. I think it does make more sense to just pick a route and take it, though, than to try to please everyone. Because then there's always going to be the group who's like, well, I don't like that they're doing the pride stuff. And then there's going to be the ads that are like manly men that are going to clash. And Until it's never going to please the whole customer base. There's There's been, for for, for the longest time, for... This, a significant portion, at least of my life, there has been an incentive for companies to avoid politics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then you're, you know, Michael Jordan said it best, Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah. That's the way it was from the 80s, 90s. Apocryphal. Pardon me? But yeah. urban legend. Yeah. It really shouldn't matter either. It's crazy to see how many big companies are deciding and, to make that like a, a forefront of their advertisements. Well, I mean, the... Th I, I think it's because of the ESG stuff, because mm -hmm. the, the point is, if you have it, if you're a stakeholder that they call it stakeholder capitalism, if you have a stake in these companies, if you're a stakeholder, 
even if you lose money on this particular investment, there are opportunities that will be made for people that have, for companies that have a high enough ESG score. So you may lose money here, but down the road, there will be opportunities. And essentially what it's going to, what it seems like it's going to turn into is a way to lock people out that don't have a high enough ESG score. It's a social credit credit system, but for companies. So if you don't have a high enough ESG score, you don't get the opportunities. You don't get the, you don't get the, the chance to bid on this contract, or you don't get the chance to do this job. You don't get the chance to do this. So whereas there might be companies that lose money in the beginning when they, you know, do something that's unpopular over time, it's fine because companies that don't play along will be shut out. So it's a social credit course, credit course starting with companies and it'll eventually move down to the population because there are people that have been unbanked, you know, kicked out out of the banking system and stuff. That is a real thing. Mm -hmm. It is straight up Maoism coming to America. Yeah, they already lost like points on their their corporate equality index thing. It said well, so, Anheuser did. Uh, yeah, they had a perfect hundred score, and uh, they it doesn't say what it's decreasing to, but they got a, a letter from the human rights campaign saying that it's they're going to decrease their score. Wait, yeah. the human rights campaign keeps score? I guess so. Well, I keep score from now on too. And it's the America score, <laughs> and I give Anheuser Busch a, a minus fifty. <laughs> the worst score you could you could get because minus fifty is where we stop for some reason. Well, what are they F. losing points for? The putting the VP on leave because I, the yeah, I think post. I think because they kind of distance themselves the non apology type thing, but uh-huh. it, but it was offensive enough to well, that crowd. That's what's what Target is doing too. Yeah, they're well, like, well, no just put merch. this stuff in the back of the store. No, he straight up, he straight up said hide this from our customers, but <laughs> then tell everyone else that we're still on their side. It was it was like amazingly offensive to everyone. I was yeah. really impressed by that. That's what I was saying. They try to please everyone. And they piss everyone off. He wasn't trying to please everybody. It like in, in no in A no sensible reality would people. you be like, hey, I'm on your side, ALX. We're gonna put that Benny Johnson book on the floor so nobody can <laughs> see it. That's an insult. <laughs> that's not that's not defending. You're like, uh, okay. It's it's like. It's like so, acting like it's 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 how you insult someone tongue in cheek. You so know? are they being boycotted by leftists now too because of that? You know what I think happened is they said that they had incidents in the South or whatever. Yeah. Yo, I bet they went into some like very conservative areas and their targets and they put a bunch of pride stuff. And I bet people walked in and we, you know we hear these stories about confrontations and threats and stuff. And people on the right are like, no, that didn't happen. Like yeah. conservatives, I, dude. I don't think it was conservatives. I told this to Wesley Hunt the other day. I think regular people snapped. I think some dude walked in with his kid down in Alabama or something, his little four-year-old daughter to get to get a pack of beer. And he walks in and he sees it. He's like, what the are you doing? I got my kid here, man. And then probably yelled. And I think there's stuff we just didn't see. Yeah. Benny did a video yesterday. He was literally at a Target in Tampa yesterday. And it's still right in the front. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so there there was probably depends on the city. Yeah. They said in the South. I I go figure. At at the one in, in, uh, Martinsburg. Uh-huh. Target it's it's right out front. Oh, I haven't, it, or I haven't was, been there. I've been boycotting. It was it was like <laughs> five days ago or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it stayed. <clears throat> I definitely I think I it was a video like on Twitter. I can't remember who posted it, but it was some guy like tearing down the pride sign. Which like yeah. that's that's not cool. That's vandalism. Don't do that. Yeah, don't break but other it was stuff. captioned terrorism. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that's and the, I was like, ah, I don't know about terror. Well, well, that's why well, Pasovic posted the the old Summer of Love videos. It's because it wasn't know, that. It was. Well, it well, was that's a different what I was saying. It was, recent, in, re- it was yeah. in response to that. Yeah. Because there when were I saw pieces. those, oh, this is I a, almost fell for it that that was real. But I was like, this looks too familiar. Yeah. Adrienne Curry said, "My friend works at Target in Joliet, Illinois, and people freaked out in the store." <sighs> wow, I can see that. I'm um, being from uh, Chicago, and we used to hang out in Joliet periodically. I mean, if you Dude, were in the area. Also, hi, Adrian. So <laughs> Come back anytime. We've had so many killer <laughs> shows in Joliet, Illinois. No kidding around. Seriously, like I, I haven't been there in a very long time. It's probably been 15 years. But my view of the people down there are like they're. I don't know how do you describe it. it it's hard to describe. Without being insulting. I say this as a term of endearment. White trashy. Yeah. You know, because like I'm a South Side, like we were South Side white trash-ish. I mean, we're, we're, we're like a mixed family or whatever. But like we lived in this area where everybody was kind of just poor working class white people. And I, I, I can imagine people in Joliet being like, get this out of here, man. Like we have kids. But I, I don't know. Times change. I don't know what Joliet's like these days. The Forge in Joliet's the place that we play. It's awesome. The Forge, they got a prison down there too. Yep. Oh yeah, that's the uh, that's where Ink and the Clink is. That's where the um, I think. No, I, mean, I could oh. be wrong. No, no. Ink Old and the state Clink prison. Is Apparently, it's really bad. Yeah, but anyway, the CEO of Target is like, we want to let you all know that we're here and we're on your side and we still do support you. We're just putting you in the back so that nobody can see you. <laughs> but when when uh, what you said, you said the, the one out here was still in the front. Uh, yes. Well, the one in Martinsburg, and this was a couple days ago, so I'm not sure if the, in, you know, the intensity had gotten to the point where they're like, oh, we got to get it out of here. Um, I'm, I don't remember exactly what day I went in there is the other day, but it was when I, when I went in, yeah. And they still had plenty of pride stuff out. You know, West Virginia, second most Trump supporting country, um, Trump supporting state in the country. It's not a country itself. Uh, and I got to tell you, there's a lot of woke stuff in West Virginia. It's weird. It's, I really think it's because the companies have, you know, have, I mean, it's, it's, there is a lot of pressure from groups like BlackRock and, and like the human rights campaign and, and all these non-governmental organizations and, and stuff that are, that are trying to get companies to behave in a certain, you know, a certain way. It's, it's like, it's as if the Marxist realized that if you go into a society via capitalism that'll work because that's what happened in china yeah you know china was incredibly poor until they start until deng xiaoping opened up markets and that made china you know capable of flourishing if you don't have some type of markets you know it's extremely controlled and china decides who can and cannot be successful like that there was a billionaire that just went missing last year or whatever um just disappeared but oh yeah jack there. uh jack ma <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but they decide who can and cannot do business but they're still allowed to do business and so the ccp decides who's going to be successful and who's not mm-hmm. and if you play by the rules then you're in and that's what's coming to america through esg there will be essentially you know non-government organizations possibly even it might get to the point where well, it's actually in the government but i think a lot of these companies just think this stuff sells they see it on tv they see it because it, it's basically a cas- it's a it's a cascade effect it's a it's a it's dominoes falling over one company does it then other companies are like this is what's popular then it gets in commercials and they're like okay everyone's for this then the bud like thing happens and now people are starting to go whoa slam the brakes this is actually bad for us 
But somebody, uh, David, in the, in the regular chat said, we were in the panhandle. Look, man, we went, we went all across uh, the northern part of West Virginia. I, I drove uh, all the way close to Ohio. And there's a lot of woke stuff. And the issue is the average person does not pay attention and doesn't believe you because they don't pay attention. And it's really terrifying when, you know, I'll be talking to someone and I'll say, oh, did you hear about insert left wing policy? And they'll say, that's not true. And yep. I'm like, dude, please Google it on your phone right now. Like the, the best example of this is when Dennis Prager was on Bill Maher and said that the normative statement of yes, the LGBT community yep. and the left is that men can menstruate. And they all laughed. Yep. And Bill was like, I thought you were used to be reasonable. <laughs> and it's like to have it, it reminds me of that uh, Kierkegaard, the clown comes out on the stage and says, there's a fire backstage. They all laugh. And then he says, no, no, seriously, they laugh harder. And that's what Prager was doing on Bill Maher saying like. They're doing this, and then all of the people go, ah, you're so silly. It's so, so ridiculous. In West Virginia, they had an all-ages drag show. I don't care where you are in West Virginia. How does that happen? Mm -hmm. Right? And so that actually had me almost considering not setting up business here. Because yeah. I was like, okay, I know that Florida is fighting this. I don't want to live in Florida. Like I've lived there before. Florida's got great politics right now. But it is not my, 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 it, it is, I like snowboarding. I like, I'm, I grew up in Chicago. I like the cold. I like, I like four seasons. Yeah. So I'm not going to, and Texas, eh, I don't know if I could do that either. West Virginia, it, it hits all the good points. It's MAGA country. You got mountains, you got rivers, you got lakes, you got snow. And I'm like, all right. And then are they really fighting ESG stuff? Are they really fighting the wokeness? To a certain degree, yes. I'll give a shout out to Riley Moore who I believe this was the first state that banned ESG at the state level, state contracting. And then a bunch of other states started following suit. Oh, wow. And he's, he's the treasurer. So they are. However, Republicans and conservatives make the mistake of thinking you can win a culture war in a courthouse, in, in a state house. And what's happening is in these schools in West Virginia, these, th th this is a cult, right? And, I, and I'm, I'm talking to family and they're like, well, you say it's a cult and you really should. And I'm like, dude, they come to schools. It's cult. They come to schools and they say they're Christians. They say they're conservatives. And then they start introducing woke books into the school. Then they get called out and they say, oh, yeah, I'm here for all of that. They get elected lying and claiming that they're regular old people from good old West Virginia. And it turns out they moved here recently from cities and they're trying to indoctrinate kids. And then all of a sudden I'm hearing from parents out in West Virginia, they're like, how come my kids are talking about this stuff? Because you missed when they moved into your schools. They are a cult. They are, they are psychotic. And I'm not talking about every single liberal. That's ridiculous. I'm talking about literally the extremist small faction that are for violence and want to bring all of this weird sexual stuff around kids, they are in your schools. And I don't care where you live. If you're not paying attention to your schools, they're probably there. And you're like, no, nah, I'm in a place. It's 80. Look, West Virginia is 86% Trump supporting state. And I'm in a place where everyone's got Trump signs and the children are being brought these books. So much so that there was an effort to start homeschoolings and, and pods to get their kids out because they're like, what do we do? These people, like, they got voted in. They lied. We thought they were conservative. We thought they were regular families, suburban. Pe nope. People don't realize it. It's in the curriculum. Mm -hmm. Like these are all free. It's all free Aryan curriculum. It's all Palo Freire. It's all, um, it's all in the schools of education. So first it goes into the colleges that teach the teachers. And then you start pumping out teachers that are true believers that really believe that this is the proper way to educate kids. And this is blah, blah, blah. You know, this is what this is what kids need to learn. And the future, it's not so important if they do are, are good at math because 
Your cell phone's going to be with you all the time. It's not so important if you know stuff because you can look it up. So what they're doing is teaching kids uh, SEL, social emotional learning. They're teaching kids how to exist in the society of the future, how they intend to shape society. But the part that's that's you know in there that people miss is these people have a goal. They have a a, a design of society in mind and they're looking to create people a society that will fit into the society that they want to create you know and most parents don't know so you get kids it's part of the reason why the uh the the test scores are so terrible Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter if your kids can read well everything can will be will be you know audio to them like it'll be read to them it doesn't matter if your kids can do math because you can just do it on a calculator yeah. so the few the and to be, they they also have a there's also a lot of people that think that it, like everything's gonna be automated so you don't yeah, you're not gonna AI. have to do any any work so you have to have other skills for the future the that's i mean truckers right now are the largest uh job for for college for, for high school educated men if if Elon Musk is successful with making cars that really can drive themselves, it's going to be way more efficient in 10, 20 years to have cars that drive, you know, trucks that drive themselves. So you're going to put how many people out of, out of work? I mean, Tucker Carlson's already said that yeah, if, say if he were in, you know, in power or in a position of authority, he just shut that down. But they're trying to make the new society by doing it through your kids mm-hmm. let's oh, yeah. and, and they want you completely incapable Let that, me, I, want, I saw this clip 100%. uh i want to play this clip for you i saw this from isabel brown on instagram so we're doing a a a, a, vi- a picture and a picture video or a, 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 we're, we're reacting to a reaction but i don't know the original video but i'm gonna play this for you they don't know how to address an envelope they don't know how to read cursive She's talking about gen z <laughs> how to read a paper map they can't get anywhere unless there's a gps map on their phone all i'm saying is if gen z takes over the world it's gonna be pretty easy to get it back (laughs) we're just gonna write our battle plans in cursive on a piece of paper That, that actually is a true story. We talked about it before. Look at her face. Where, uh, <laughs> well, so there, there's that story where they did the war game and the younger guys lost to the older guys. And it's because yeah. like, the older guys wrote, an, wrote their plans on a note and put it in a guy's pocket and wrote it by motorcycle. And they were trying to like intercept messages. People talk about it. They, they tell us the, the specifics. But uh, Isabel then goes on to mention that uh, you were supposed to teach us. Yeah. And right. that's the most brutal thing about it. That woman... She's telling a joke. It's fine. It's a joke. But the crazy thing is that she would joke about her own failures, a generational failure, and they all laugh. And I'm like, I get you're joking, but every joke has its truth. And you don't genuinely think you will take the world back from Gen Z. You, you do believe you're handing it off. But if you really believe that Gen Z is incompetent, incapable, and you're laughing about it, this is us being flushed down the drain. When did we go? Serious question for you guys. When did we go from a nation where we were like, we need to prepare our children for the future to you're on your own. I can't believe they can't do these things. When we trusted public schools to teach our kids and didn't pay enough attention to see the changes happening. I think that's completely it. Mm -hmm. Let's go all the way back to the start schools either. Like I witnessed this happen at a summer camp that I was working at, like a skateboarding camp where a few people who are really into this started like asking kids their pronouns and doing these types of rituals like when we would do our and it's all games and stuff. Yeah, it's it's like very 
very leftist activists. And I was sitting there thinking like, why are we talking to 12 year olds like this? We're supposed to be <laughs> skateboarding and playing fun, like get to know you games. Like their parents didn't agree to this and I don't want to be a part of this. And I ended up leaving. But I've, it's hard to stay in a position like that when the people in control are pushing that. I think I think this started with public schooling. I think about why it is that so many. Why does Gen Z not want to work? There was a, st- a story I saw the other day and it said Gen Z doesn't want to work. Poll shows. But and I'm like, OK, what does work mean? Seriously, what does what is, what is work refer to? I wake up every day. I work like 16 hours. Every single thing I do is work and it's fun. I'm having fun. Everything I'm doing is in the is in the pursuit of some kind of work. We go skateboarding. It's like, yeah, we're filming videos. We're launching a show. We're going to be setting up a park. We're going to be making things for people to enjoy and to consume and to be inspired by. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some from my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. These younger people, and it's not just younger people, but it's, in case, it's, 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 it's increasing with the generations, don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. They are nihilistic. Not all of them. I'm not saying everybody. But there's a lot of them more nihilistic. They want to lay around. They don't even want to read books. They don't want to watch TV. They don't want to watch movies. They might just put on The Office on Netflix and just sit there. What happened where people, I'll tell you what I think. Here's how it used to be. Dad wakes up and uh, he goes, all right, son, off to work. Come on. And he'd bring his kid with him to his, you know, wood shop or whatever. And this is hundreds of years ago. And he would show his son what he did. And his son would be there and he'd be like, go grab the tools from the shed. And then the kid would watch him do it. As the kid got older, the kid would get more responsibility from his dad. And then when the dad was old and was like, I can't do this job anymore. The kid would be like, don't worry, dad, I'll keep the the shop running. And then you get this like seven generation, you know, woodworking thing. And it becomes a big company inherited all the kids learning the whole way. And then at some point we said, I got an idea. Let's take the kids away from their parents so they don't learn, put them in an institutionalized learning facility for general education, separating them from their parents, and then they don't work. Mm-hmm. When they're in school, they learn general stuff, they play, they take tests. Well, if you take a kid and their development is tests, guess what they're going to be good at when they're older? Reading books and taking tests. Yeah. And then so, they turn into career students too, because it's right. like you're almost expected to go to college uh, out of high school without even knowing what you're going to college mm-hmm. for. And then once you're in college and you're halfway through, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do still. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, I'm going to get another degree and another degree. And they become career students and they're actually learning nothing of value. And just obtaining a ton of debt. Yeah, exactly. That they'll I'll, never be able to crawl out of. I'll tell you what I did when I was a little kid. Since I was alive, my family had computers. I guess I had like my uncle was into it. My mom got a computer. We had like two A floppy disks. We had CompuServe on DOS shell or DOS and DOS shell eventually. We had DOS games. So I'm always using computers. We had the internet my whole life. I'm on AOL. I'm on CompuServe and AOL. I'm a little kid. Parental restrictions and stuff. But I'm, I'm you know, browsing the internet. Eventually, I'm uh, downloading programs. I start reading news articles. I used to go to FARC.com all the time. Do you guys remember FARC? Yeah. Yeah, that was good fun. Man, I was probably like 13 when I'm reading these news stories. All of a sudden, there I am skating with my friends, but having read the news all day. And then we would be talking about this stuff. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I read this story. And I was, well, here I am as an adult, quite literally doing very much the exact same thing I've always done. 
And I look at what's happening now with the younger generation and what, what, what they're being taught. The moment we separated kids from their parents, that was when the roots were cut and you, you created this domino effect of parents who don't teach their kids, who have kids who don't teach their kids, who mm -hmm. have kids who don't teach their kids. And then after a few generations, it all just crumbles. Mm -hmm. And now you've got comedians laughing, being like, Gen Z is so incompetent. I'm like, you're the ones who were supposed to have yeah. passed on the knowledge and capabilities to Gen Z. They didn't do it. They've all just said it's someone else's responsibility. And what we're seeing now is the worst of it, where these teachers are trying to indoctrinate kids with this weird groomer stuff. Yeah, for sure. And then the thing, too, about like what you mentioned about not enough states fighting, a ba fighting back against, you know, the education system doing that. Uh, you saw the backlash in Florida. It, it, there was a national campaign almost to smear the don't say gay bill when in actuality it was, you know. The parental rights and education exactly. bill. Exactly. Yeah. And they kept saying the so-called don't say gay bill to, to skirt responsibility. But you had people like saying, oh, Ron DeSantis called it this. It's like, well, no, it wasn't actually his legislation. And then also the reality of it, it's like you can't like teach toddlers like sexual education and, you know without their parents' consent. It's like, that was the actual, you know, bill. And there was a national conversation against it. And that was just like at a state level. So, you know, imagine if another state that isn't as red as Florida did that. You know, the national spotlight kind of makes states not want to take it on because it is an uphill battle when, you know, the actual national media get involved in the conversation. When I think about this stuff, it makes me very, very optimistic because I kind of feel like, we're actually coming out of the crisis period. Mm -hmm. The stuff that we're seeing and people waking up and people saying homeschool your kids, homeschooling your kids is literally what you were supposed to be doing, what humans have always done. The kids were learning from their parents. And then we got to a point where we had schoolhouses. I know that we've had schoolhouses for a very, very long time, hundreds of years. But we got to the point where everything became heavily institutionalized. And then parents started not caring about what their kids were learning. The culture started to fragment. And then you had kids learning weird things. And now we're at the worst point of it where you got these books like Gender Queer and this book is gay, which is like kink education for children, which should not be in these schools. But now people are starting to reverse course and it's almost like the pendulum swung back and it's starting to go back the other direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like people are starting to say, yeah, we, sh we shouldn't have this for our kids. And if we start implementing pod learning across the board, then the future looks pretty bright. It's also been the economy because you had in the 1950s, you had one parent that could stay at the house mm -hmm. with the children. Well, and, uh, you know, it was one salary could pay for a nice house and a nice safe neighborhood. Now you have many single parent households. And if there are two parent households, usually both parents are working. So these children have, you know, they don't have that parent around all the time. They're, they're sent to public school because it's daycare. You know, yeah, and so that's that's what it's become. The day, the fact that the fact that public school has become daycare as opposed to an actual place for kids to go and learn stuff is 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 probably the biggest problem the United States is facing. The fact that parents aren't involved in their kids' lives, I think that that's not just about the whole woke thing, but like there's a lot of crime problems that come from that. You know, kids that don't have families that whether they be you know whatever you consider a family like i don't have a big strong has to be a dad has to be a mom like i think that it's okay if you have two moms or two dads i personally i think it's fine but you have to have a masculine and a feminine 
kind of parent mm-hmm. to, or those roles have to be filled somehow. And kids aren't getting that. You certainly don't get it from a single mom. And I understand there's a lot of single moms out there busting their hump, but it's not easy. The, the media has lied to single mothers, telling them that they can be a single mother and a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you know, and that's, you just can't. You, there's no way you're going to have time for both. Your kids deserve way more time than what you could give if you're working full time. Mm-hmm. So I think the problem, the, the biggest problems that we have are the fact that there aren't people, you know, there that, that parents aren't. raising their kids probably they're sending them off to school and not taking them to work with them and 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 to teach them to do stuff so that's my my opinion about the biggest problem is is just schools yeah but i think we're taking it back i think the covid thing triggered something accidentally that's freaking out the left and that parents got to actually hear what their kids were being told for Mm -hmm. the first time basically ever when i hear about these stories out of west virginia Parents say, like, my kid came home and started saying weird stuff. You know, talking about pan pansexual and gender stuff. And then they're like, what's what's going on? They're finally now realizing it. But it's too late. These pe- these teachers that got hired, the people got brought to the school boards, they infiltrated. But people are waking up to it, and it's causing a shift. Mm-hmm. Finally, people are going to be, are saying, it's, it, where it used to be, well, look, you know, go to school and, you know, ignore that stuff. Now the parents are like, whoa, this is just too much. Too much, too fast. I think we're going to see a very, very positive shift at the very least. We may lose our status as this uh, global empire or whatever. The the uh, reserve dollar may no longer be a thing. The cost of living may go way, way up. But uh, the values will, I think, improve. People will start working hard. And then it'll be tough for us. But I think our kids will start to have it slightly better. And then it'll get better from there. Someone uh, mentioned in the chat that houses used to cost like thirteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So you'd have a thirteen thousand dollar house, and you'd make something like five thousand dollars a year. You could buy a house. You could pay it off. Now people are making thirty, forty. I think what forty thousand is the median, or fifty thousand, or something. something like that. Yep. Forty-five. And and the average house is what like three hundred or something like that. So something it's ridiculous. it's 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 multiples harder for people. I think I I, I think back to you know the seventies and stuff. I think Reagan screwed us over heavily. I don't think it was just him. I think feminism was, you know, you, you can never predict this stuff. Feminism was a huge uh, net positive and a huge net negative in a lot of different ways. We got to the point where we were wealthy and secure. And so we were like, totally, women can do whatever they want. Like, yep. we've got tons of people. We've got too many people. We've got so many people. Why not? And then what ends up happening is now we have no families and we have no homes. Mm-hmm. We have houses, homelessness, and we don't have families at all. So I have to wonder with the Malthusians of the world, if they're not celebrating something like this. You know? And women are working yeah. and being taxed too. Well, this is, this is what ends up happening. Now that you have both men and women working, the moment women enter the workplace, like it, it, it's around, I think, like the early 1970s, instantly you're an employer, you need mailroom attendant, not a high skill job. Anyone can do it. All of a sudden, you have twice as many applications. And so you're like, we can pay, you know, two bucks an hour or something. Or I don't know what the wage would have been back then, but I imagine something around there. And then uh, instead of having men competing, you had just inundated. Here's the other thing, too. If women are less likely to negotiate, a man is at a disadvantage with women in the marketplace. Because if, if... if there are nothing but men, and I'm not, I'm not, this is not advocacy saying women should not be working. I'm saying this is a, a product of what, what has happened and it's something that people should consider. If 
there's a job opening and the only applicants are men and they compete with each other. They or, or and they, they they say to the, the guy running the company, like, I want more money. And then the other guy's like, you're gonna give him more money than I want more money. They're all competing. The wages are high. The profits are lower. Yep. You bring in women and they say, I'll take whatever you can give. Oh, that sounds good because they're more agreeable. Then all of a sudden, negotiating power of the guy is is diminished. Mm-hmm. A guy go a, a guy goes in against a you know a man and a woman go to go to a job interview, and they say the job pays fifty thousand a year, and the guy goes, I need sixty. The woman says, Okay, that's it. Woman gets the job. So now you've got lower wages through market forces, twice the workforce, and now you've got no one focusing on family in the in the home. Mm-hmm. Whatever the solution is, that I'm not saying I know, and I'm not saying that. Uh, uh, I'm not, I am not advocating against women working. I think that's a good thing. I'm just saying, consider that, and then we have to recognize where we're going from here. Jordan Peterson got a lot of flack when he said, um, it's been a disaster, men and women working together. And Vice asked him, what does he mean? He's like, sexual harassment lawsuits like crazy. Look at all the stuff that's going on. Women are getting abused. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's that's interesting. You know, I don't know what the solution is, though. I wonder if the, uh, the only result that is possible is that we become a much more traditional country. Hmm. That if if you cannot maintain this level of luxury and security, unless you have strong moral values and family, then it will fall. And then when it in, invariably, invariably becomes less prosperous, more dangerous, then you'll start to see those who will succeed in these environments are going to be more traditional. Yeah. I and agree. That's a good what? direction to head in. I think if women want to work, they should be able to, but... It definitely is positive for families for someone to be home raising children. And obviously that's not something everyone can do right now. Like I'm here, but I would like to go in that direction once I have kids. Yeah. You're on your way. You're getting married. So yeah, <laughs> I got engaged guys. You're getting there. Well, there you go. That's some in the update. meantime. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's. I think we're gonna have our uh, our, our 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 dark days. It kind of had to get worse before it got better, though. Like it was easy to overlook until there was like pornographic material in schools. See, I, you can't ignore that. I'm not so confident that like thing easy days are like around the corner. There, he I, Tim might be right. Like closer in the, than in ever. The future. I, 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 I mean, I guess technically closer than yesterday. Okay, fine, <laughs> but like still, like you know. Um, I think that there's a lot of ways this can go really, really wrong. They just yeah. did human trials for, or just a, the FDA just approved human trials for Neuralink. Yeah. Oh, God. So oh it's just coming. Just oh, yesterday. That scares me talking about what that. Happens, what happens if Neuralink ends up being, and again, and these problems that we're talking about, people forget that these, this type of problem, like the nuclear war, right? There are the possibility of a nuclear war. That's a forever problem. Like once the genie's out of the bottle, that's it. That's a problem that the you that the human race has to deal with forever. The idea of getting rid of nuclear weapons ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Countries are going to have them. That's going to be the same thing with Neuralink. Once they get it to the point where it works well, if you can actually simulate a normal, if you if a, if Neuralink can simulate reality in your brain right so they plug into your brain and then this all goes away and next thing you know you're like in tron world or whatever that doesn't they don't put that you know power back or that that technology back in the box yeah so that means that everybody that has a neuralink for all of time that people have neuralinks is 
at least vulnerable to hacking. Yeah. Human beings. Yeah. The, the possibilities that, that this kind of technology opens up is it's most people don't understand how how important it is and how impactful it's going to be on the human race. There are people that that are talking about AI on on Twitter and stuff that are literally just begging Sam Altman to stop. Like, <laughs> constantly, there's this I, there's this guy, uh, I forget what his Twitter name is, but he's got a fairly decent sized account, 150,000 or whatever. And he's like, every time I see him tweet, he's like, don't you people realize how terrifying this is? Sam, just stop before it goes wrong. And he's like, all the time. And these are people that are like in the know, you know? Yeah. I'm just a, a dumb guy that yells at a stick, right? These people know what they're talking about. So, I mean, if they're concerned, I think that it's that it's something that we should all be concerned with. And again, these are not problems that go away. Yeah. So we have to come up with solutions that are sustaining solutions. Yesterday, Neuralink tweeted, we're excited to share that we have received the FDA's approval to launch our first inhuman clinical study. This is the result of incredible work, blah, blah, blah. We get it. We get it. Recruitment is not yet open for our clinical trial. We'll announce more information on this soon. That's right. We are getting very close to the point where they're going to ask humans to submit to Neuralink implants. Now, for the time being, it is read only. And that's still okay. Basically, what they can do, uh, what I was reading is that there's very thin, uh, like copper wires or whatever that they can lay on like the nerves and then start to absorb information and then decode. And I think they were able to track like vital signs of pigs or something. I don't know that they've done any kind of uh, real Neuralink remote control of a person. However, organic remote control already exists. They've done this in cockro uh, uh, cockroaches, I believe, in rats. What they do with mammals is they can put in an implant which interferes with equilibrium. And so they make the animal feel like it's falling over and then it has to run in that uh -huh. direction. So if you start leaning forward, your body reacts and you try to right yourself up. It's called balance. They can manipulate that so you'll feel like you're falling backwards and try and start walking forward to try and counteract it because it's it it's almost painful. So like try and resist. You're like it's almost like torture. They vertigo. So they can do this. They can do that now with Neuralink. The scary thing is going to be once they get to the point where they can write to your brain. I don't know how far off that is. It may be very very far away. So like putting thoughts in your Yes. Brain. Yeah. Like it, who is, they, who is signing is, up for these studies? It's not. It doesn't have to be thoughts. All it has to be is just a little bit of serotonin, a little bit of dopamine. But they can every, do that now. That you don't need Neuralink. Yeah, with the with phones and stuff. But when when no when, no no, I mean like we, we, they can put an implant in your brain. You don't need Neuralink to connect and read data from your brain. To we've done it with rats a yeah, long yeah. time ago. They did that experiment where the rat could press a button and get a dopamine hit, mm -hmm. and so it's just matching the button. Well, I was talking to the guy from White Coat uh, Waste Project earlier. Man, the stuff they do with animals is scary. I don't know if you, you guys might not want to watch that Culture War episode because it's like talking about the horrible things they do to animals. But if you don't like Fauci, you probably should watch it because it'll make you not like him more. Oh, they talk puppies. about how they, yeah, puppies. Oh, I don't even want to. I don't oh, even want to say it, man, because people are going to get mad. But let me just tell you the, the, the psychotic things they do for no reason. It's just like there's evil people just to see. Mm -hmm. It's like mad scientists. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it because we've covered it before and I'm pissed off. They take beagles, and this is funding under Fauci, and they would put a net around a part of the beagle and then put starved sand flies in it. Yep. So oh. the flies would eat the dog alive. And it's like, why? I want to see what happened. There was one of the stories that we 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 uh, talked about was 
they put hamsters on steroids and then made them fight. And I'm like, I hear that. And I start laughing and I'm like, Shh, you're kidding. Like they spent a million dollars to put hamsters on steroids and make them fight. And I busted out laughing. And then I watched the video and I got really angry. Yeah. Cause like you're imagining hamsters and they're like buffing them up. And then you watch the video and it's, it's, it's really grotesque. What is their explanation for why they think that is necessary or no, it, what they're some, studying? Not, some of it does make sense. Some of it is like, we are testing a new methodology for treating wounds and something. And we're like, okay, we get it. But the problem is so much of this stuff is literally just like, please don't fire me. I need a grant. Yeah. And so, and, and the government is funding this stuff. I don't want to go off on that tangent. When it comes to the issue of Neuralink, my point is simply that we've done the studies on animals where we can control their brains. I brought it up because he told me that they did this thing where they hooked up IVs to, I think, monkeys mm -hmm. that fed them nicotine. Mm. And then they could press a button to get a nicotine hit. And it's just like, man, the stuff they can do to people, the stuff they've learned. When it comes to Neuralink, the moment they can write yeah. things into your brain, they, they can then say to you, Taylor, wh wh why are you so hell-bent on being an activist? You know, wouldn't you rather just go into your own universe where you are X Games gold medalist? Here, just, just, just plug in. Check this out. Try it one time. You plug in and then all of a sudden you're in this universe where they can simulate feelings and people and it's AI generated. And they and right when they plug you in, they walk up to you and say, you just won gold at the X Games Street Taylor. What do you have to say to all of your fans? And you're there and you can feel it like you're really there. So many people are going to say, I give up. Give me that. See, yeah. I feel like I'd turn that down. I like the the realness of this. Okay. Okay. Wait. I'll, I'll one up. One up you. But it would feel you real. Are, you are, you are on vacation, or let's just say one day, you're sleeping, <laughs> and you wake up, everything seemingly normal, and then you check your phone and you get an email and it's like, hey, we're inviting you to the X Games to compete, and you're like, whoa, really? <laughs> and then you, they're like, yeah, can you fly out? And you're like, yes. And so you go about your life like normal, and you fly out, and then you win. And then what you don't realize is... Tim's making me sound like a way better skateboarder than I am right now. <laughs> what you don't realize is that... Or maybe an AI because, I am. Because you were disruptive to the ESG machine, while you were sleeping, they plugged you in. Oh, and you mm, never yeah. knew. I wish this was just a horror movie plot and not a, a potential reality. Well, the not, VR is And scary, then here's the best part. When people are like, whatever happened to Taylor? They'll be like, oh, she, she went to Metaverse. Yeah, she totally bought. She's gone. No, they're like, no, she's right here. Like, you want to, you want to see what she's up to? Like, she didn't go anywhere. She's she like just... chilling in a pod. Yep. Oh. Okay. And they're gonna be like, here, she signed off on on joining Neuralink, and she's living out her dreams of being the best skater in the world. Guys, and people are gonna be like, wow, I can't believe. If she anyone ever that. says I went in the metaverse, it's a lie. I did not <laughs> consent. So this is changing the subject a little bit, but uh, I think James Lindsay is listening tonight because he's re <laughs> he just tweeted something about the uh, Wisconsin LGBT Chamber of Commerce. This is from 2016. Harley Davidson is the newest platinum founding member of the LGBT wow. Chamber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's you know, like I said, it's a little old, but you know, we we're talking about ESG and um, and Harley Davidson. Well, there's your answer. Yeah. So if you Thanks, are Jim. if you ride Harley Davidsons, you are like if you're a if you're a man who enjoys engaging in adult relations with other men, Harley Davidsons <laughs> the brand for you. It's it's not supposed to be funny. I'm, I'm you know you don't gotta laugh. I mean seriously, I'm like that's the that's the brand message they're creating, and I'm like that's cool. Like I don't know, I got a I got an electric motorcycle. It's fun. <laughs> it's 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 too dangerous though, and that's why I've never used it. It's fast. 
yeah, it's insanely fast and that makes no sound. Yeah. And so it's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know about all that. Yeah, you're going to get you're gonna I'm get still hit. laughing about what you said before the show. What? I don't want to I don't want to steal it, but about how this is going to be great for like the Judas Priest lovers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the well, Judas I mean, look, Priest fan base. Uh, not 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 really. I like thing. Judas Priest. I'm, I'm not hating. Look, I'm one of the biggest Judas Priest fans there is, so I'm not judging at all. But you know, Rob's got that look. Yeah, he's like a. You know, uh, he's also got that lifestyle. Yeah, you know, so it's a cool band. They're the great, one of the greatest heavy metal bands of all time. They're You're into like so gay, gay motorcycle stuff. Well, you don't have to be gay to like Judas Priest. <laughs> of course not. That like that was before everything was all political and pick a side and so all or nothing, stupid, everything. Man. You know, you know. But the problem is, I think like what didn't Maynard? He was in drag. Is that what? Is that oh, who it was? Maynard did that in Florida. Yeah. They're doing this because they're like, haha, these bigots don't like dragons. Like, dude, we don't care. We don't yeah. want the kids there. Yeah. Like, bro, if you want to do drag, I don't care what you do. Like, have I don't, fun. I don't man. think anyone would have cared if Target would have put out some like gay flag t shirts. It was when they started making the baby onesies. Well, and that's the, the tux no, no, I think the pride stuff would have sparked a negative reaction anyway. Yeah. Because but we're talking. I don't think it would have been as extreme. I do. Really? Yeah. I don't think. I don't. It's the, the tucking onesies swimsuits well yeah like, that's that's a bit extreme but the issue is that a guy has got a, a man and woman you know in their early 30s have a couple kids they're young kids they walk in to go grocery shopping they see this stuff and they immediately whoa, whoa, whoa turn the kids around yeah. and they're like i'm not ready to explain to my six-year-old kid what this stuff means totally when you when, when my son says what does gay mean he's like let me ex I, I gotta talk about the birds and the bees now like that's they're not old enough for this stuff mm -hmm. we're not we're not putting stuff where it's like there may be things, this is what, this is what they, they argue, like there, there's all this straight propaganda and straight, it's like, dude, a man and a woman together in an ad is not overtly sexual. <laughs> mm -hmm. Saying this is a heterosexual couple above it, flashing lights with a flag. Now the kid's going to ask, what does that mean? The parents might be like, hey, I don't want to have to explain, like this is not mm -hmm. appropriate for kids. I think no matter what, how they would have done it, it would have sparked. Now, if it was just a rainbow flag or something, I don't think the kid would have said anything. Mm -hmm. Nobody yeah. would have cared. If they put gay pride and stuff like that and LGBT, they then I think families would have been like, this is not what I want my kids to be around. They're not ready for this. These, these parents may not even be against it. They may just be like, my kid's too young. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to shop there. I think parents should be able to explain that stuff on their own timing. And kids should be able to have their innocence maintained. No, they no. don't need to know everything that is, all at once. That is totally... I don't completely ag agree with it. It's totally against the left. What, what do you mean? So we, we, there's that video people talk about where those kids are interviewed during like World War II or something. Mm -hmm. And these like 10 year old kids sound like they're 40 year old adults. Yeah. When they're because kids didn't used to get sheltered so heavily from, from reality. I do think it's fair to be like, my child is not old enough to learn about sex ed yeah. and the birds and the bees. When it comes to innocence and all that stuff, I'm like, dude, I'm not saying the kids should be in the mines. They do yearn for them. They Minecraft is proof. They, they yearn but kids, <laughs> kids should have jobs. Children should be working. And I will say that with absolute vigor and passion because the left will be like liberals. They're like, they want kids working. Yeah, right. Yes, I do. Yeah. I want seven-year-olds in, in mom and pop's candy yeah. shop picking up the groceries Filling out paperwork and learning from their parents what it is to to have a job and to earn and to engage in commerce. So when people talk about innocence, I'm like, dude, 
Children should be around when when parents are talking about some politics. Mm -hmm. I guess I I mean the the sexual stuff. Right, that I get. That's that's what I said. I I somewhat disagree. Like, when it comes to the birds and the bees, if you're talking about LGBT stuff and you're like, no, my kid's not old enough for this, totally get it. But if we're talking about Biden, Democrats, war, faith, all that stuff, children should be hearing what the parents think about the current state of affairs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And kids should be working. Yes, absolutely. The the children do yearn for the minds. Um, That is absolutely true. Um, And there's nothing wrong with like what you're talking about, like kids that are working with their families. Like I find it silly to think that it's so objectionable to keep kids with their families working and it's preferable to send them to other people to raise your children. That that is that is antithetical to essentially how. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. People have raised families and, and societies have grown for basically the whole of humanity until the past, what, 150, 200 years mm-hmm. since the Industrial Revolution. Um, so that I think that alone is is a is a silly starting point. But you were talking about uh, kids asking questions and stuff. That's the intent. The LGBT, the politically queer, right? The, the people that have, that are activists and stuff, they want to have kids exposed to LGBT stuff for the specific reason of to make kids ask questions. Yeah, it's it's called, planting the seed. It's called generative yeah. issues. They're, or they're called generative generative issues it generates the convert the political conversations that the left wants now parents having control over what their kids do and do not see means that parents decide when these topics will come up if these topics will come up at all that is something that the left does not want at all they want to be able to introduce ideas to the to kids to make kids think of these political topics and it's yeah. it's bad for kids. There are certain times where these things can be discussed in the proper context, but just shoving this stuff, these types of generative issues in front of kids, whether it be LGBT issues or sometimes more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, shocking or more negative uh, type of topics like like poverty and mm-hmm. wealth and wealth inequality. And kids don't understand, you know, the complex, the complexity of why there are some people in poverty and why there are not, you know, why some people are not. And it's not as simple as just, oh, well, you know, the rich people are bad and the poor people are good, which is kind of the way that the left tends to frame it. So these these ideas that that you sh- that the government or that that the schools should be dictating when kids are exposed to these ideas and also telling the children the answers, right? Like. If you if you have them asking the questions and 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 you put generative issues in front of kids, that means that the school has a answer that they prefer that may con- may conflict with the parents. Which clearly, if you're conservative and you're religious and they're being exposed to LGBT issues, you would have an issue with the way that the public school mm-hmm. is going to get is going to deliver the uh, 
you know, the answers to the generative question. So it, it's all bad parent. It's great that parents are, are starting to be aware of it. Um, but that that's it. The intent is to corrupt the children is essentially what it boils down I'd, to. I'd love to do like, maybe something we can do. Short films would be really fun. Exploring, exploring the aftermath of so many of these issues. Cause I'm thinking about Neuralink and I'm thinking prisons will no longer exist. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You will yeah, no longer have jail. About. You commit a crime, you get sentenced to Neuralink supervision. They say, we're not going to lock you up. You're not losing your job. You're not being taken from your family. You're going to get a Neuralink implant and a suppressor. And the suppressor will stop you from committing crimes. And then after three years, we remove the suppressor. If it's a felony, you keep the suppressor for life. And it's like, that's due process. It's Mm -hmm. like you're sentenced to life of suppression. And like, what does that really mean? It means if you start to get angry or aggressive or try and target someone, you'll just stop. Yeah, and then you'll see a guy out in the street, and he'll see someone. will run for the person, just go and slow down, and then and then freeze, and then it'll pause him for like thirty seconds, and then the woman will be like, "Oh, geez," and then he'll slowly start to go backwards, and then be like, "Uh, no more prisons." Well, not just that. I was thinking they can either erase memories, yeah, or write false memories. So <laughs> if you commit a crime, they can make you a total commie. Or something like that, that you or just completely change who you are as a well, person. Well, that's, that's the, the even further down the road. Like the first thing is they'll say, we've decided we can save billions of dollars and end prisons and crowding and overcrowding and reform law enforcement and save money by implementing Neuralink sentencing. You will get people who will agree to it. They'll say no one will be forced to do it. Someone will get convicted and they'll say you have an option of seven years in prison or... You will be free to leave after undergoing a Neuralink implant to prevent the commission of crimes in the future. And then they're all going to start agreeing to it. Then you're going to see private prisons going under because they have no no inmates. Then you're going to see the prison government be like, we don't need to fund this prison anymore because everyone's choosing Neuralink. Then it will become standard. There will be small sort of prisons sometimes. Most people won't take them. Then eventually it will be absolute Neuralink. Then you're going to have so many people Neuralinked, not just for that reason. You're going to apply for a job. And they're going to say, your qualifications are excellent. Um, When can you start? And you'll say, "Uh, tomorrow, first thing. Like, awesome. Uh, What's your your Neuralink ID, user ID? (laughs) Well, I don't don't have a Neuralink. You don't have have a Neuralink? I mean, our meetings are in Neuralink. How are we going to get in touch with you? It's like, well, well, if you get one, but this job requires you have Neuralink. It's going to be the new cell phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Then once it's ubiquitous is when you start getting a Twitter-like hive mind program. Yeah. And then a hundred years later, we're all the Borg, just marching around in unison, buzzing and doing, just there, being in the machine. There's a, there's a big part of me that thinks that the reason Elon Musk wants to have like the colonies XF. and stuff like that is so that way oh the whole of the human race doesn't get assimilated. So if there's colonies that are all, all spread throughout the the uh, solar system, then eventually throughout maybe the, the 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 local region or whatever, then that might possibly protect the human he said race. That from... even like with the like anti world government thing at the yeah. government summit too, even for you know on Earth, not just you know multi planetary, but yeah, he he said like if something goes wrong in one part of civilization, like it won't be an entire collapse. It yep. will be you know one. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think we're about to start surviving on mars without assistance from earth <laughs> yeah that's we, absolutely true like the, the 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 ecosystem is this like planet earth is sustained by not just what's on it but the position of it that's around true. the sun mm-hmm. the amount of energy we absorb from the sun and things like that i have to imagine that plant life won't grow nearly as well on mars you would have to you'd have to create artificial light but the amount of energy you'd have to generate 
to then convert it. It's it's almost better just synthesizing the sugars manually, I'd imagine, unless the processed plants have the, what is it called? Um, well, photosynthesis is, is the simple version, I suppose, but the, the cycle. I, I, I forget my fifth grade science. But I just imagine it's, it's I, I can't see us making it on Mars, not without the support from Earth. Could you imagine agreeing to go to Mars? It's the fifth generation Mars colony. There's, a, there's 200 people who live there, a little town, and they're like, you go there. It is possible to come back, but it's like a, it's like a two-year wait list because it's so difficult. And then you go there and you're like, I'm on Mars for a two-year stint in the colony. It's been here for 50 years. And then you, you're watching on TV, which the signal takes 20 minutes, 20-minute delay or whatever. And it's like, Earth civilization has collapped. Mars yeah. colony, you're on your own. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it would collapse. There's a show called The... Uh, oh, I forget. It's a space show on Amazon, but they have... Uh, colonies on Mars and and the asteroid belt. It's very much. You like mean that. Um, the expanse? Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And they do a good job of. Uh, yeah, it's cool. In that. the the asteroid belt, I, I I don't know too much about it. People are really tall and thin because there's very little gravity. Mm-hmm. So they're just like really tall, lanky people. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I wonder how time dilation would affect people on Mars too. Yeah, that's another that's another question too because it's like even uh-huh. with like the space station and stuff, people come back with different effects. Um, so they have to like, I think, limit the, the amount of time they're up there. And Mars has what two thirds of the Earth's gravity or something like that. It's like two thirds like sides. Yeah. But it's the uh, the speed at which the planet is moving and its gravity affecting how much how, how you go through time. And I think Mars it's faster. I could be wrong. I am really weirded out by the idea of people going to Mars because I feel like God like perfectly designed things here. We have water to drink, food grows out of the ground, we have air that we can breathe. Why would we leave? Well, God made Mars too. I was going to yeah, say but, that. Yeah, but there's and, there aren't people there. No, but... it's not as sustainable for... Or yet. Not, but there's an arg- argument to be made life. that he gave us yet. the knowledge to produce things that could get us I don't, to that place. I don't, that, that's an interesting thought. I don't, I don't think God created the universe and its possibilities to then be like, but there's... You shouldn't. There's this other stuff say, to explore too. Yeah, like, free will. I, yeah. I can yeah. understand don't do immoral things, but... It kind of feels like it's there. There's nothing amoral or wrong with with going there and and spreading life. And, you know, there's two, it's like a challenge before humans. I to, guess I, I just mean I feel like all the things designed here that work to sustain life, maybe that's for a reason. There's too much out there for down here to be the mm-hmm. only place that God wanted people to be. Mm-hmm. If they're like, think about how much, like how big the 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 galaxy is right just the galaxy never mind the universe and if you believe that god created the universe there is so much of out there out there i can't imagine why he would be like no you can only stay on that one little dot the crazy thing about star trek is that it all takes place in in the milky way galaxy Mm -hmm. and the universe is substantially larger than just our galaxy i mean we've got photos of all these other galaxies all over the place it's crazy how much exists the scary thing is that if we can't actually travel fast in the speed of light or warp or anything like that, we ain't never going to see matter. these places. Yeah, they may as well not exist. Yeah. The, you know, the scariest thing is there will come a time. I don't. I don't. I, the sun may explode before this, but it is it is hypothetically possible that the universe expands to a point where you will not be able to see anything. Yeah. From the Earth, mm-hmm. you, you will look up to the sky and you'll see black because the, things will have moved so far away. The light. Is, uh, wow. I believe the, ex- the expansion of the universe is happening so quickly that the light actually can't make it 
in any reason, reason, reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's possible that life could have emerged on Earth with us looking up and seeing nothing and then thinking there was nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The, I mean, Sorry. there's, if you're, if you are a, I mean, if you believe in, in a big bang, then you would believe that there's going to be an end to the universe as well. And uh, all, not true. And a big bang? So the big crunch is an old hypothesis that's- So like an oscillating? Yeah, it is, it is it is now considered to be not correct. So when the big bang, so before big bang was uh, um, solid state, I believe it was called solid yep. state theory, the universe is and always has been. Yep. Then they said big bang. Then someone said, uh, if big bang, big crunch, because <laughs> gravity will then start to pull things back upon itself. And then they've actually found since that theory that the universe actually has sped up its expansion and they don't think that Big Crunch is a, is a reality. Big Rip or uh, Heat Death. Heat, which is- heat Death is where they currently think things are going, I guess. But I just like to point out that humans are basically specks on the ass of a mosquito yeah. in the universe. <laughs> and so what we think we know is just so yeah. minimal. So the and, science is not settled on that. Yeah, definitely. I saw, very not philo- philosophical I s- take. I saw a, uh, just a, a, you know, a, an illustration of how long, you know, the 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 luminous part of the the universe life is going to be and it's like if you look at it look at like until all of the stars burn out right until the the all of the stars go black the the, the amount of time from when the first star is born until the end compared to i don't know how they they gauge it but it's like it's an instant if you think about how much like eternity is right so like cuz all the stars have a lifespan and it's like to think of the the magnitude of infinity is is something else. I'm excited for the uh, Mars expansion pack to get set up in the simulation. So that, you know, <laughs> it's like one day we wake up and they're like the technology to colonize Mars now exists, and we're you're gonna, like, well, that was fast. We're gonna go to Mars in our head. That's that's the true mm. trip to Mars. Yeah. So um, w- one thing I've mentioned several times with uh, Fermi's paradox is that. Um, intelligent life may be limited by its quest towards self-stimulation. Humans right now are working not towards, for the most part, colonizing other planets, but we're actually, all of our technology is moving towards video games, porn, sugar. We are just giving ourselves what we crave. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk is trying to get us to Mars, noble endeavor. And then the rest of humanity is like, I'd like to plug myself into the virtual reality machine to live as a playboy in South America, drug lord or something, and have all the women and the money. And that's what people are are opting for. I think I think when Neuralink gets to that point, I think everyone chooses it. Like it's like the dude in the Matrix. They're gonna come to you and they're like, look, man, you can go in the pod and enter this metaverse where you will live. You'll experience time half the speed, so you'll live twice as long. And you will be your own God. <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, I want to do that. It's interesting how Elon is on both ends, though, with Neuralink and then SpaceX. Yep. Pretty interesting there. Well, I mean, I think that the Neuralink stuff, I really do think that the the point that he's looking for is to, to overcome disability you know, disability and stuff yeah, like that. For sure. Yeah. And that's that's the great thing about it right now is that I think they've uh, there, there's there's already been a lot of strides made in uh, nerve connection yeah. for uh, repairing uh, repairing damaged nerves so people can start walking again. You still have to relearn because you have to figure out how to move. The, the do, you, do you guys ever do an EEG? Uh, ever wear an EEG? An electroencephalogram? it's a headband you can put on and then uh so i did this like 10 years ago 
we bought this headband and then it's got like a thick like two things that go over your head like on different points and it scan it reads brain waves mm. there's a program that's got a red line and a blue line that are moving up and down randomly you can learn to control the blue and red lines i could not figure it out wow. and i'm like thinking hard and i'm like how do you move this thing <laughs> like i know how to move my hands i've lived my whole life moving my hands but being presented with the screen and being like, it is now connected to your brainwaves and your thoughts, and you can learn how to control this. And I would think like, move up, move up. You really need to figure it out. The crazy thing is my friend's sister, she put it on and she was like, what do you want me to do? And like, move the blue line. You go, okay. And the blue line would go up. That's and we were nuts. like, whoa. <laughs> That's nuts. I want to try that now. Yeah. And this is like 10 years ago. So like we ordered one of these things. It never came. I don't know what happened to it. I was kind of, kind of I should probably order one. They've got, they've had, um, like monkeys control the, ping, the yeah. ping pong thing. I've seen that. But but this means that you have to learn how to control it. So when they reconnect your nerves, it's the same thing. You're like trying to figure out how to make it move. And then all of a sudden it happens and you're like, brain, that was it. Keep doing more of that. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you just don't have that connection. Huh. But yeah, with these EEGs, theoretically, you could fly a drone with your brain. You could put on the headband and then connect it to the controller and then fly the drone with your thoughts. Well, oh you gosh. couldn't, but your friend's sister probably could. <laughs> no, I, I could. I just, just take me a lot of practice. Like the, the fact that my friend's sister was able to just do it, we were just like, whoa, like that's crazy. We should test it live. But we, we uh, because this, this program had two outputs, a red and a blue line that could differentiate, we were like, we could make the drone constantly be going down and then you could think up and then the other could rotate. So you wouldn't be able to zoom it around and move it around. But with this limited EEG technology, we are like, you could learn to fly it up, spin it and fly it down. Now, I'm pretty sure we're advanced to the point where the EEG has like multiple nodes that can read like 16 different patterns or whatever. In which case you can, you only need like, I think three to control. You need up, down, left, right and spin. So what is that? Um, altitude, yaw, whatever. I don't know the, the terminology. Those are the words. Pitch, huh. roll. That's what it is. Pitch, roll and yaw, I think. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure which one's which, though. I, don't I think know. yaw is kind of like the left and right. And then roll is this, and yeah. then pitch is forward. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. You can fly drones with your brain. <laughs> See? <laughs> future's, future's not so bad. <laughs> future's not so bad. The war is going to be crazy when, like, 10,000 micro drones with bombs on them swarm a city and just take out a whole building. That's going to be nuts. I am... I'm... I'm loath to admit it, but I am actually like interested to see who the first person that's going to get killed by like a drone will have like the just a small like little bullet where they just fly the thing. And because I saw this, uh, I saw it was a, a sci-fi thing, but they were making these little drones. We talked about uh, where a drone would just fly in and it's got a 22, you know, bullet. And yeah, that's it could be that, this big, you nuts. know, small. All right, everybody, let's go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. It's the greatest show. Everyone agrees. And uh, become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to read your Super Chats. Sage Tim says, who is more likely to lose, Trump versus Biden or DeSantis versus Biden? If you pick Trump, are you willing to risk four more years with Biden to have Trump be the GOP nominee? Trump lost to Biden before. I think that's, uh, that, that doesn't work, that argument uh, for me, because there was a pandemic. We will see what happens in the next year. I also think that um, I've had conversations with friends and family, and I really do feel like people are waking up to what's going on. 
And I think this, the, the, the groomer stuff is really snapping people to attention. People don't like it when people are messing with their kids. And it's just, it's, it's, it's shocking. It's, 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 it's an instant, whoa, wait, what? So before when you say something like, did you know when it comes to abortion, the Democrats are like, I don't know about what you're talking about. You show them a picture of the drag queen story hour and they go, hey, wait a minute. Right away. But we'll see, man. We'll see. We are still a, a ways away. We got a year to go before we even get into the, into the heart of primary season. So, mm-hmm. yep. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, from meat-eating flies to fight club-style hamster, that's some sick stuff. I want to decided to identify as a monkey. Papa needs some crack. Yeah, the, the Culture War podcast today, youtube.com slash Timcast. Crazy stuff. Talking about how the government is wasting your money on nonsense studies to torture animals because these people don't want to lose jobs. And how Fauci was overseeing this for a long time and was funding a bunch of really messed up stuff. And lab leak. So, if you want to check that out. They, um, they spent millions giving monkeys crack. Oh, wow. For real. And I'm just like, dude, for what reason? Yeah. What are you trying to learn? Like, well, we don't know what we're going to learn. And I'm like. There's a bunch of this. Rand Paul always like details in his waste report. Right, 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 I right. Yep. have a good laugh at those, but also crying at the same time because it's our money. And it's sad. Animals are being abused. Yeah. I'm not your buddy guy says in Trump voice, don't be a deceptive folks. It's not very popular from what I hear. Many say, not me, but many say it's terrible being a deceptive. Digital DNA says FBI raiding a Democrat is stage play. Are you even reading a real story? <laughs> yeah. A Blahadam says, Tim, I'm not a bud. Uh, Tim, not a bud light in sight on the new Joe Rogan experience. Protect our parks episode. Usually empty Bud Light cans are scattered about on the table. Hmm. Protect our parks episode. JRE. Is that what you're talking about? Joe Rogan. I don't know. Someone should write a, a script to search through um, Instagram photos that go up over over more Day weekend to look for Bud Light cans. <laughs> oh, yeah. See how many are that actually would be interesting. there. <laughs> Peckerwood says someone should create a, a, watermark, a watermark LLC. Any politician should use a watermark. If duplicated, the media publisher should be held responsible. Interesting. Yeah, me, we, uh, we, we may be entering... Me way. We may be entering a period where only official photos with an encryption shared on them or something like that with a verification. Maybe blockchain is I the I was answer. just going to say, I imagine, what if like it's like NFTs because that's essentially yep. what an NFT is. Yeah, that's interesting. Only the key holder can verify authenticity. That it's actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It go down. It go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Where are we at? We'll grab for people that don't tokens. know, NFTs are non-fungible tokens. So it's like, imagine Bitcoins, but instead of having all the Bitcoins be the same, it's all the Bitcoins, but just have like pictures or they're all individually marked. So they're not fungible. Anyways. Nate says, I drive a truck for a living and I saw this ad 12 times today on LED billboards referencing the Harley Davidson wow. Bud Light thing. Man, they're just digging, That's... digging their, their hole. Dig Remember, deeper. South Park said it best. <laughs> Donald DeVol says the new Budweiser ad with Harley Davidson is gay. P.S. I shorted Budweiser stock and so far I made enough money to cover a year of Timcast. Wow. Nice. Yeah, so I would assume a lot of people will short the stock of these companies that are getting woke. What does Jim because, Kramer have to say about it? I want to know. Well, hmm. He's undefeated. <laughs> Leif Hagen says, Epic Times reported that Russia state media is trying to convince U.S. and Canadian conservatives to immigrate to Russia, where they'll be safe from wokeism. Reminds me of ISIS recruiting Americans. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nice try, Russia. You're not going to... People say stuff like, Russia is fighting wokeness and stuff. I'm like, sure. And they're also just like, it's the, the, the government is bad. You know what I mean? Like, like I was saying this before. I don't like Joe Biden at all. But if Joe Biden and, and Vladimir Putin were standing in front of me and they both told me a thing, I'm gonna have to go with Joe Biden just because we share at least some common interests. Like he was probably lying. I don't know. But I don't think he wants his house in Delaware to blow up. So at the very least, I can count on that. Yeah. Whereas I don't know. Really, I don't live in Russia. I don't trust Vladimir Putin when it comes to this stuff. Not that I think the U.S. is innocent or anything, but you're, you, you should not be believing that your adversaries, even if the U.S. does wrong, have your best interests. Because oh, sure. Vladimir Putin would absolutely love for the, for the United States to be completely destroyed. You know, you're not you're not you're not coming out of this one just because the deep state is bad. Lighting Fire says Bud Light is now cheaper to buy than a paper target in Walmart. <laughs> well, it's free. What do you what do you mean? Martin Edgar says, a guy was checking out with Coors Light at the store in a small town in northern Michigan. When I asked no Bud Light, he said no, no uh, tyranny for me. That's right. He said no tyranny. Mm -hmm. All right. We're at Pinochet's helicopter tour says Budweiser proudly known as, well, we're not going to read that one. We'll, 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 we'll keep it light here. We'll keep it light here, guys. Really now says Harley Davidson boycott in three, two, one. For real, man. Yeah, and the stock market's uh, closed. This news came out. Stock market won't be open till Tuesday. So we could see some fireworks come Tuesday morning. Sparky says the local mom and pop store felt sorry for the distributor and got a pallet of bush. I commented, don't clog up your shelves with InBev crap. Distributor was pissed. He wanted to fight. I ignored him. Yeah, the, the most annoying thing about this are the people who run the, the Bud Light distributors. And they'll be like, guys, please buy. And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like a dude. Look, man, I get it. It sucks. But it's crazy how people are like, my money is more important than values in, in this country. Sorry, dude. No, I'm not buying Bud Light because your small business is in trouble. I get it. It sucks. Hmm. I'm not buying Bud Light. Not going to happen. Where are we at? We'll grab some more Super Jets. Ashley says, hey, Tim, have you seen the TV show The Blacklist? If no, you should watch it. Every issue you have ever talked about on your channels is in that TV show. Can a criminal care more than a president? Mm, cool. Mm. It's got uh, James Spader, right? That's, he's like the guy. Yeah, it's a good show, but it does get very repetitive. But it's, it's good. 
Stevie Vivi says, biggest question, where does the expired Bud Light get dumped? They're making the frogs gay. There's a video <laughs> where they steamroll over cans of beer. I saw that, yeah. People thought that was them destroying Bud Light. It's not. It's how they dispose of old beer. Gotta get rid of it. How long does it take before it, it goes bad? I don't know. I thought beer lasts forever. Remember, Bud has the born on date. Or they had that as yeah. their marketing uh-huh. thing, so I don't know how long it how long it lasts, but you know they're putting the date that it was uh, bottled on. Hmm. So, David Larue says, "Hey Tim and friends, I'm a nightly listener. Love what y'all have been doing, and appreciate everyone uh, everyone you guys do. Everyone we do, we don't do everyone. I watched the Sean Ryan show recently with the Ryan Montgomery interview. I think you guys should take a deep dive into what is this into one day chickens for all." What is that? I don't know. One, One day, day chickens? chickens for all. We've got a bunch of baby chickens about to be born. Yeah. Roberto Jr. is going to be a dad. The uh, He the might already down, be a dad. The ones downstairs? Yeah. They they're, they're, they should be hatching like right now. Yeah. And there's like 30, I think, 32. And they then we have another 32. They're going to hatch in another couple days. We're going to have like cool. 70, based. probably based. <laughs> based. <laughs> 60 chicken, chicken babies. It's really cute. The... um. The coach and Marshmallow had two babies. And when we came in to give the leftover sushi, just the fresh the sashimi, she she came out of the... She's in a mini coop, which has its own internal thing. And she came out and the babies came out with her and they were walking around doing chicken stuff. Yeah. Very cute to watch the mama chicken take care of her babies. Only one Silky's made it though, unfortunately. Oh. They're not very good at, you know, making more of themselves, but they're trying. Spudley25 says, Bud Light has always been considered the gay little brother of Budweiser in my state. This just proves it to everyone else. Which day is that? Villainous V says, Tim, make June the Noble Rooster Month. Buck, buck. Yes. Rooster Pride Month. Yeah, we're really excited. We're working with uh, Seamus on a limited edition coffee run. So it'll be like a collector's bag. The thing about these bags is that they fold up flat. And so you will have the Seamus Freedom Tune style art. We're still working oh, on it exactly, cool. but we have a general idea. It's a uh, um, Irish themed. Nice. Yeah. I don't want to say too much just <laughs> yet until we get it until we get it going. But uh, yes, Irish coffee. If you get my drift, so uh, that'll be fun. And then we're probably going to do a lot more of that. You know, eventually, just have cool. Art. We want to do different pictures of Roberto Junior on the bags, so it can be like this bag has print number one, number two, number three, and then that's it. Once they're gone, they're gone. Collect them all. That is pretty cool. And then in 20 years, people will be like, you have a Roberto Jr. number one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's signed by Phil. No. (laughs) Wow. Someone's going to show up to an All That Remains concert and be like, Phil, Phil, and they're going to hold the bag and a a CD. I'll sign it. Bring it on. It's funny that people still sell CDs. Have you noticed that? They're like in a city. And someone will be like, buy a CD. I'm like, I'm going to see a player, dude. <laughs> I can't imagine who has a CD player. A lot of, I know there are people that are buying tapes now. Like there are, there are bands that are making actual cassette tapes to go along with vinyl. They I got are, a record player. I like, I like the vinyl. Vinyls. Yeah. Vinyls are probably more popular than CDs. You know oh, why yeah. I like vinyl? Yeah. Not because of any weird quality or anything like that. I like it because it plays through. CDs do. I get it. But I, I don't know. They're just not. It's I, li- the, I it's like the vinyls. There's a straight playthrough. Just this, the thing just goes and you can pick it up and just move it. It's the analog, uh, you know, the analog fact, yeah. of, you know, the fact that it's analog as opposed to digital, you know. I like being able to just take the thing and put the song back, you know, and, and watching it just do its thing. Oh, and also at the at the new cafe, we got one of those um, vinyl recorder machines. It's there. So excited wow. for this. 
It's not set up yet because we're not, we're actually still just doing basic construction and stuff and it's taking forever. But it's this thing where, um, called like a voiceograph. You go inside, you put in money and then it starts recording and you talk and it cuts a vinyl record. Oh, wow. And then drops it out and you take it and boom. So very expensive, but very cool. So we're, we want to have it so that you can come in, you pay for it, you, you pay uh, like 20 bucks or whatever, and you can cut your own vinyl. It's big enough to have a guitar. I was just going to ask that. Yep. Could you do like an acoustic set in there? Yep. We, we specifically requested they make it big enough so that you can have a guitar in there. Oh, it was like custom made? Yeah, it's the only way to get it. Wow. wow. Yeah. It's a dude who does it. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never uh, even heard of that. Jack White's got one at his place in, uh, I think in, uh, where where is that? In Nashville. Yeah. So we got one for ours, and we're very excited for this. It'll be really cool. We can like have Seamus go in there and do like a couple gags with voices, and then have a unique <laughs> single one-time recording, That'd never heard anywhere else. Very fun stuff. What do we got? Realty web designer says Phil Labonte is that his name? Just looked him up. He's legit. First song I heard. What if I was nothing? Wow, kudos, Ooh. brother. You're good. <laughs> Realtors, look me up if you want a website. Thank you very much. <laughs> Look him up if you want a website. Yeah, it's usually people saying two weeks. Was that's that your our, big one? That's our biggest one. Yeah, that uh, that one's our platinum one. What if I was nothing? Is uh, I mean, it's pretty big. That's the that yeah. was the the first like power ballad that we did, like love song and stuff. So that one. I is, think the uh, new one you got coming out. I can't wait. Yeah, We're, that's a good one. I can't wait. We got we got some fire coming, guys. Tim fire. Cast, Tim Cast privilege getting to hear the early all the remain stuff. Hyped. Jason Dixon says, hey, Tim, I had 500 plus shares with of Harley Davidson, Inc. Put in a sell order at 31. I think it just sold. Going to buy more Bitcoin. Join the Discord. Join the Discord, he says. Become a member at TimCast.com. Join the Discord. Hang out with like-minded individuals. And then after six months, you can submit questions, call in the show, or sign up at 25 bucks and you can call in the show. We do that just because we're trying to keep out bad people. We have to have some kind of gating process. It's imperfect. I wish it was easier. That one gamer says, I'm turning 21 later this year, and I was torn between buying a Harley Sportster and an Indian Scout 60. Looks like my mind is made up. Indian makes better bikes anyways. Well, there you go. Easy enough. Ian Kenny says, have you ever asked ChatGPT when human life begins? It'll give you the scientific answer and an ideological answer simultaneously. Yeah, and uh, I was using ChatGPT, and I also tried Perplexity.ai, which is also very good. It's like, it's very similar to ChatGPT. But, uh, I mentioned this the other day. Chat GPT is, is very racist. It's very, very racist. Yeah. It will, it will do, uh, it will mock white cultural jokes, Irish or Italian or whatever. It'll do voices like in text. It'll say, yeah, mama me or whatever, but it won't do Asian. And I'm like, but why not? Like, why are you excluding me from your fun? It's like, we're all going to have jokes and have high, high, high five each other. But you, you go over there. You can't play with us. <laughs> Very racist. Very racist, ChatGPT. So just, depending just, on who you ask, it's racist towards everyone or racist towards Asians? It's racist towards everyone who's not white. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant it would make stereotypical jokes. If you're Polish, for... if you're Irish, if you're Italian, if you're any white European, it will make jokes about those groups. Okay, so it's like huh. picky about... But it won't say, no, 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 no. It it's, won't it's say City Walk. It, it, it's, it's not picky. Should you walk? Can it's, I take your order? It's not, it's not picky. It literally will make jokes about white people How and nobody South else. How many South Park references are you going to make today? All right, let's grab some more. Savvy Rose says, it's not just popular, Tim. These companies have entire departments dedicated to equality, diversity, etc. I understand that. 
and that is ESG stuff. I'm saying for a lot of it, it's it's just like, can we sell this product? We have a sticker. It's on their website, right? So it's it's I I what well, here's what I think. They would not have DEI departments if it caused a Bud Light effect. So the more this persists, the more they lose, and the more we don't buy from them, then they'll start pulling this stuff away. Neglectful sausage says, so what? Your heteronormative non-communist country is already gone. 10% is a tipping point. They're well beyond that. Your kids are being ideologically captured just like Mao and H-Boy did. Wow. Cultural revolution. What, what say you, Phil Labonte? I think that it is a cultural revolution going on in the United States right now. Most people are still like, they're like, you're wrong, blah, 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 blah. But all of the things that, that you see, like the, the retraining and stuff, that's just, that's brainwashing. That's, that's you know, um, I forget what they called it uh, in uh, in China. But the DEI stuff, all that, all of that stuff is just being, it, it's trying to get companies to to comply with the the program that they they have you know this is the weirdest thing uh hydro px says can we see all of you guys write in cursive let's see how many people in the room know how to <gasps> i don't yeah, understand that don't I we can. all i think I we're can. all old enough to know how yeah i can and like i don't really write that often but yeah it's writing in cursive it, w- it was mandatory when i was a child for mm-hmm. for half my life i had to write everything in cursive and still do i i write i have to write like Really short things. I don't write like big papers or anything like that. Wait, who's the youngest one here, Kellen? <laughs> yeah, me. You can write in cursive. I can't. Right? I, f- I feel like I forgot so, like how to do some really? of the letters, some of the more weird ones. But my natural handwriting is like thirty percent cursive and regular writing. It's weird, but my L's are definitely cursive and stuff. Do you guys know what year that was cut was, out of the program? I have no idea. That blows my mind. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that they actually stopped. Yeah, teaching they kids. stopped teaching cursive. Really? Yeah. That was a while ago. You didn't know wow. this? That's what he's talking about. So, what are signatures these days? I don't know. Do kids That's just like? Yeah. How did they Put read the Constitution? Is not written. <laughs> well, I, I, they I, didn't. Is it? They, I, they're I creating like a generation is. of incompetent people. Yeah. Who will be helpless? And the only thing they're they're going to be good for is complaining and throwing bricks. I wonder how that'll play out for them because capable people are going to survive. Like it's math. Yeah. You know, they can be communist all they want. If they can't read cursive, then they're going to be like, it's some kind of code. No, it's cursive. I, the elder Gen Zer will read it for (laughs) you. I want to Google this to make sure it wasn't a rumor, but I swear they stopped teaching cursive. Yeah. I would probably say when, you know, iPad kids became the thing and then, you know, just, I mean, people use computers and technology now. So even handwriting, I think, in the next 20 years is going to be oh, awful. Yeah. Yep. Like, okay. I mean, my handwriting has been awful my whole life. Now, yeah. I don't know if this is for sure accurate, but it says here that in 2010, the U.S. government officially removed cursive from the required wow. Common Core standards for oh, K-12 education. Oh, it was, when, com- it was when Common Core came yeah. out. Oh, interesting. I, like, when I'm signing stuff, I'm writing my name in cursive. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. natural. And yeah, yeah. I think, like, and then signatures. I have to write. I have to write checks. Yeah. When I'm like, I don't print. I just don't they require it in cursive. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. No, I don't know. They I don't I, I, I don't I I wouldn't say I write all that often, well, but like a couple times per week, I'm writing something out, like mm-hmm. a name of a company or something. That's weird. Or if you want to like uh, write a nice card, make it look good. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> don't you sign sign stuff? 
And people ask me to like sign stuff and I'll write like, hey, thanks, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but shout out to Hydro. I think you're like uh, our second biggest super chatter. So thank you for all the contributions. We really do appreciate it. I think he does like 50 bucks a day or more. It's very, very kind of you, sir. We really do appreciate it. You're, key, you're, you're, you're solely uh, uh, singularly keeping this, this whole show going if it wasn't for you. All right. The Yeti says, I'm military and my comrades complain about the newer generation. I'm reminded one today. I reminded one today. I reminded one today. The older generations are fully responsible for this. Every generation has bad apples, but ours were tougher. Yeah, every generation going back has been responsible for the generations after it. So you can't just look at Gen X and the boomers and be like, haha, it's their fault. They didn't, tra- they didn't raise us right. Well, they, then the, their, their parents didn't raise them right and their parents didn't raise them right. It is just a generational decay. Kenki Walrus says Gen Z doesn't believe they can achieve anything anymore. So they just give up. They don't want to be a wage slave on a treadmill living paycheck to paycheck till they die. Unless the economy is fixed, it will stay this way. And that's, be, they're wrong. You don't have to live that way. You know, that's just reality. But I do feel like the ladder's being pulled up behind every generation more and more and more. So uh, I, I'm not surprised a lot of them feel that way, to be, to be honest. Lava Sauce says, I work in an escape room. I've had to teach kids 9 to 15 year, years old the difference between nickels and dimes. Just last week, I had another wow. group of 16-year-olds who lost the room because they did not know their left and rights. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I don't like escape rooms. I just did. I ever tell you guys my escape room story? I, I solved know. it in like ten, se- like ten, mi- like like thirty seconds, I guess. And they 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 basically disqualified me. <laughs> I don't know what an escape room is. They lock you in a room and there's puzzles you got to solve to find the key uh, to get out of the room. I've never yeah. been in one. But... They're fun. I think they're fun. So here's what happens: I go in the escape room, and they have all these puzzles everywhere, and it's like you've got to go through the room and try and find the first puzzle that leads you to the next puzzle. I walk and I see a dictionary. I grab the dictionary. The first thing I do is. I look at the pages flat and I can see a black line in the middle. And I say, that's the one that everyone opens. I open it up and boom, there's a word. And the guy runs up, grabs the book, slams it and says, no, no, you're not supposed to know that. And I was like, <laughs> I could see the crease in the book. I knew where people were opening it to. It's like, but you're supposed to find the clue to tell you the page. And I'm like, I figured out the page by looking at the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to go through the puzzles. And I was like, Ugh. so then I see like, there's like a panel on a wall. And I walk over and I move it and there's a, there's a key behind it. And the guy runs over and says, no, no, you're not supposed to know that's there. And I'm like, dude, what is going on? And then there's a statue locked to the top of a cabinet. And I look under it and there's a small gap and I can see the tip of a key. And so I'm like, I need something flat, something flat and metal. And so then someone hands me this little like butternut kind of thing. And I, underneath it, it's still locked. I hit it. The key falls out. I push it out and I go, I think it's the key to the door. Oh my God. It's within like a minute. I walk right to the door and the guy stops me and he's like, you can't do that. And then they called me a cheater. (laughs) Afterwards, they were like, the award for the the, uh, cheater is Tim. If there was a corner to be cut, he cut it. And I was like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) All they told me was, we're going to put you in a room and you got to figure out how to get out. out. And I figured it out right away. And they were like, yeah, but you weren't supposed to actually like work around the lock and i'm like Why not? i thought the point of the game was to get out of the room as fast as possible not exactly solve puzzles Kobayashi i, I Maru, feel like man. the the kids who couldn't tell the difference between the dimes and the nickels probably didn't have that easy of a time escaping oh yeah <laughs> this is interesting tony says tim try to tell you on discord it's rolling thunder weekend in dc huge oh, wow. harley and other bike riders and veterans have a parade to the vietnam war memorial it's pretty cool. Rolling Thunder is huge. I forgot yeah. about that. I I, I feel like th- this is probably a good time to abstain from making fun of the bikers, seeing as they're going 
you know, for the, the yeah. ride for vets and yeah. stuff. I'm not, not making fun of bikers. Yeah, it's not their fault. Yeah. They or, didn't. Like, I know. But Budweiser is trying to have an ad. Yeah, so they should denounce Budweiser if they don't want to be associated with it. Earlier, I was making fun of bikers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Beckerwood says breaking leaked audio exposes DeSantis' campaign strategy on abortion. Move to the middle on the abortion issue after primary. Yeah, we were going to talk about that. We didn't get to it. They say that they want to go safe, legal, and rare as their position. And I'm like, oh, wow, the Republican Party nominee or candidate wants to take the Democrat approach to abortion from 15, 20 years ago. It's it's amazing. That's where we are. Roe 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 is overturned, and at the same time, a prominent Republican wants to have the old Democrat approach. It's, times are crazy. I don't know. Yep. Hmm. Brendan Babin says, "Tim, random question, but what solar company did you go with? I don't remember, but it's not Tesla. We tried to go with Tesla, and it was just impossible." I have Tesla in my house. I Tesla like solar. It. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I scheduled with them and it was like months going by and nothing happening and then we forgot about it like a year went by then they came they showed up and we're like what and then they were like yeah we can't do the original plan we're gonna do this plan instead and i was like nah not interested and then the panels just had on the ground and took them away and left so i uh i have had uh, a hard time getting service uh for my tesla stuff but unfortunately because i really want it to work and i want to get house batteries but depending on the butt to find someone the solar stuff yeah it, I mean, it, work, it works the power of the house, but I want, I'm trying to get batteries installed and stuff, and I can't find anyone in New England that does that in New Hampshire, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Connor Stacey says, why do you think the presidential candidates don't campaign on lowering costs of housing? Because that would destroy the equity of those who bought houses, so you can't. When, uh, when someone buys a house, and they let's say they get a loan out for 200 grand, and they put in 10 grand. If you then say, we're going to lower the price of houses, those people are like, I'm going to lose my retirement if you do that. Like, I need my house to go up in value. Yeah. So. Yep. Same reason they'll never make machine guns legal again. Too many people have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on machine guns. All right. What do we got here? Corto Maltese says, Tim, what are you going to do? Put the limited edition can on the wall. Also, Tim, we've got limited edition coffee bags coming. Coffee bags are flat. Like, I don't get it. They're flat. <laughs> you can literally just go, boop, and stick it on the wall. Or put it on a shelf, you know? But, like, why do you, do you, do people really collect limited edition beer cans? Because they're like. I never have. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people do, I guess. People collect everything, man. Yeah. That's true. Pet rocks. <laughs> that was smart. NVAL90 says Neuralink users are going to need Timcast to beanies that block radio frequencies Ooh, and Wi-Fi just oh. to maintain privacy. You can get beanies the, that have like a tinfoil lining on the inside. There you go. The problem with tinfoil hats is that they amplify the signals. Uh, yeah. it's, like, it's like putting a dish yeah. on your Fair head. Point. Fair yeah. point. You wouldn't need to wear a Faraday suit. Yeah, when you wear a tinfoil hat, the radio waves go up through your, through your face into the hat and bounce around the metal and then stay inside. <laughs> It's like, you ever wonder why a satellite dish is designed the way it is, yeah. you know, to catch more waves and signal? Eric Miller says, Budweiser is now associated with leather chaps. <laughs> oh They've been. Kevin's Listen, there's no such thing as assless chaps. All chaps are assless. Yeah. Just, the chaps just don't have an ass. Kevin Svensson says, DARPA's N3 project is less than 50 months away from having non-surgical brain control tech. Fully developed and deployed neuroweapons. China and Russia have it too. Humans will be a programmable commodity. No permission needed. And then AI will decide to just take over. 
someone will say, okay, AI, it's you now. And then they'll go, you got it. And then everyone's going to get hit. And they're going to go, my brain, what's happening? I love the machine. And you're not going to be able to resist. All your problems will wash away. Depression, gone. There's an interesting uh, question about that. If the first thing Neuralink can do is introduce signals to your brain to release dopamine or serotonin or melatonin, whatever you might need, could it possibly be that Neuralink actually stops transgender uh, phenomenon in the United States because people suffering from dysphoria, they'll say, we'll give you a Neuralink that will actually alleviate those symptoms. And then all of a sudden people are like, oh, I don't feel dysphoria anymore. Interesting. I think it's going to make the whole rat utopia phenomenon worse because people are going to get instant information about everything. There's going to be no struggle to learn more. You're just going to know something. Well, that's that, a future. I'm saying the initial thing that Neuralink will be able to do is like release dopamine. You know what I mean? So if you're depressed, they can give you a Neuralink. Oh, it yeah. can't control you. It can't simulate reality. It just stops depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if someone's body dysmorphic or gender dysphoric, it could stop that. And then people would just be like, oh, I feel normal. Hmm. You know? hmm. I feel like those things kind of have to be addressed at more the root of the problem, though. Would it be the same as like, you know, if the person agreed diving to it, into though. that? Yeah, if they, that's the solution they were looking for. I don't know. I wonder if uh, the Neuralink can make you fit in. Would people choose to accept it or would they want to not? I think a lot of people would. Yeah, I do. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com to support our work. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. It is Memorial Day weekend. We're going on vacation. We won't be back till Tuesday. I hope you all have a good time and enjoy it. It's good. It's going to be a great time. The unofficial start of summer. ALX, you want to shout anything out? Uh, subscribe to my Twitter at ALX. You can find me on Twitter at TM Silverman. And I have an Instagram too. That one's Taylor May Silverman. Thanks for joining us. I am uh, Phil That Remains on Twitter. I am Phil That Remains official on Instagram. The band is all that remains available on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, you know. All the places. Uh, you guys can follow me at Kellen PDL on just mainly Twitter. But uh, hey, I love tonight's episode. This was a lot of fun. So. Right on. Sick. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll see you all next time. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.